Derails dead or alive, oxen free, oh my. This is Achievement Hunting 101. Hello, I am Kenny. Hello, and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. I'm your host, Poo Poo Cully Poof, and thank you for listening. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> That was the funniest thing you're gonna say all episode. And if you have noticed, this is gonna go splendid. we can mute him now. I wasn't here last week, man. I gotta make up for everything. Can I talk? Jesus, I'm trying to enter the show. L, shut up. Oh, we can. You muted me. Corey's got a soundboard, so he's like. He wants to choose that. And as you can hear, the gang is all back together. What's up, guys? I like turtles. <laughs> what the? There's going to hey. be so many random sound effects. <laughs> is this a Patreon as exclusive? Long as, uh, as long as we don't have to revert to our backups, you're right. Is this a Patreon exclusive, or is everyone going to ask for their money back after hearing this? For some reason, this doesn't work any. Just put big sensors over all those sound effects in Audacity. Yeah, I am. Woo! Yeah. Because censorship makes everything funny. Censorship does make Doubt. things funny. No, not well, we can't you sh- then. We can't, we can't show a meme Piece of sh- over a there podcast. Go. Oh, God, it's this again. You're going to give me so <laughs> much. You know what? What is going on here? What? I feel like this has just been completely derailed. Congratulations, L. I told you I'm... Gotta make up Let's for last get week. on to the show. Wait, 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 wait. Turn that when off. We've already been through this. We've already had this. The music's already been uh, there. We don't need more. Oh, come on. No that's more like window of opportunity. Se- that's like the five seconds of uh, extra songs that I like. Come on. Gotta keep it going. <laughs> Nate, how was your week? <laughs> <sighs> what is this mm. intro? What is the beginning of this podcast? <laughs> My week was going great. God. <laughs> it's, it's gotten very weird. You need um, to spend some time. So, yeah. So, I played some games. I played some uh, Radas this week. I played... Uh, I'm sorry. Distraint. Uh, that what? Is, um, that's certainly Did you say game. taint? I said distaint. And oh, okay. that game... Is one that maybe you want to look at the uh, guide uh, or the achievement titles, but maybe not necessarily watch a guide or something. Because there are a couple things that you that are very weird you probably wouldn't do, uh, and you probably don't want to play this game twice. Uh, and there's no level select or chapter select, so once you're done, you're kind of done. I'm pretty sure about that. So you're uh, losing me. Why wouldn't I follow a guide? <laughs> well, because maybe, maybe you want to. Maybe you want to experience the game a little bit. There, there's some atmosphere to this game, uh, for sure. It's a point and click, and um, oh, gross guide. Give me a guide. It's Rata, a, like a point and click. It's the rare rata that you have to play to the end of the game. So that's you have to see the credits. Weird. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Uh, then there's Legend of the Skyfish. Real quick, is that only like? Too rata like because you actually have to play all the way through this and um back in 1995. I have not There's played that one, so I'm not sure. My big sister, my big sister, uh, you have to see credits and the uh, one more dungeon, dungeon, maybe. dungeon thing. Yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, there's well, really add to that, that a lot. 
add to that Legend of the Skyfish, because I also played that, and you have to go to credits on that as well. There's three levels. Radalika, uh, what are you doing to us? <laughs> I don't like where this trend is going. Yeah. Well, I, you know, it, it's not so bad. Those, those games weren't too bad. Distraint was kind of, it's very atmospheric. It's a little bit scary, but yeah. then the scary kind of wears off. Uh, Legend of the Skyfish is kind of fun. It's, it reminds me of Zelda a little bit, and then it uh, just kind of drags. It kind of drags. Uh, well, um, you said it's like Zelda. Uh, how dare you? Um, <laughs> wait, then, wait, 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 wait. Is mm-hmm. there fishing? What? What now? Is there fishing? Of, yes. There, well, <laughs> sort of. There's a fishing rod, but you don't really fish so there, for fish. So there's a rod. Yeah, okay. Tamed. All right, you want to hear Careful where you're going with this, though. So, Legend okay. of the Rod Ferguson, what? The You're basically a, I think, a girl, and you're running around, and you're trying to uh, recover your brother. Who's been stolen by Skyfish, mm-hmm. the the uh, super bad guy, and um, the way you fight, they're they're basically like Zelda type room puzzles where you're going around, and you're trying to flip this switch, get to there, open this door so you can go over to this area to do this, and in between like the puzzle elements are some creatures you have to kill. Some of them shoot, some of them run up to you, and the way you kill them is with your fishing rod. And That's you can upgrade weird. your fishing rod, you can up, upgrade your hat, and uh, you're basically just, uh, you can reel things in with your fishing rod, so you can reel enemies closer, and you can also activate switches from a distance, and you can also pull yourself across gaps with the fishing rod. So everything's done with the fishing rod, um, but you actually never fish. That's if that makes sense. Weird. Yeah, but you, you are whipping that fishing rod around. So I'm looking uh, at the <laughs> screenshots for this. I cannot, like... It's this game is weird. I I couldn't even tell you what it was just by looking at the screenshots. It's not a bad game, but it kind of overstays its welcome. You're kind of really ready for it to be done around the end of the second level, um, especially if you're playing at like two in the morning. Uh, typical Radalika. <laughs> and then uh, also this week, my daughter, uh, she you know she got back on that uh, bike and she finished out finding all the golden paw prints or whatever they're called in Paw Patrol. So that achievement is done. Now we only have two achievements nice. left, which is to get all the uh, pup treats. So we have, um, let's say, three more levels, two more levels you know, the, where we have to get all the, the pup treats. W- and then one, that would whole say, is done. one would say she's on a roll. Yes. Uh, yeah. The viewers uh, can't see you, Kush, so you don't have to put daughter in air quotes. Oh. Oh. Sorry. Well, actually, I did have to play a little bit because um, <laughs> there are segments of that game that are very frustrating, <laughs> even as an adult. And they are when you're flying or when you're uh, scuba diving, and they're just extremely uh, nerve-wracking. I don't know why. It's just because oh, the controls so, are sluggish. So the Zuma and the Sky bits. Yes, the Zuma and the Sky bits are, are very annoying. And they don't they don't last very long, but when you miss something, you can't go back. So it's just like, I have to do this whole level again. That's another I like Zuma. eight minutes I'll never get back. Um, then, uh, for RTDL, I played some prototype. I forgot how much I love that game. That game is it, so good. It's so good. Oh. It's like, um, you know, it is the analog, uh, or the equivalent on Xbox of, I want to say, uh, oh, what was that game? Now I'm, I'm infamous. forgetting. Yes. Thank you. It's infamous. It's infamous, but for Xbox, uh, now I haven't played prototype two, so I can't tell you where it goes from that, but oh, it's... I've, I've started prototype several times and it's always fun. I've never finished it. When RTDL is over, that's one of the ones I definitely want to go back and, and work on. Isn't it kind of like a big game? I think it. Eh, I don't think it's too so, big. I mean, it's. Go ahead. You, I mean, you've played it more than I have. I think. Um, it's 
sort of story is right around 10, 15 hours. It's not too bad. I mean, if you want to go for all the achievements, it's kind of a pain because there are lots of like challenges and you got to get the gold medals or I'm sorry, not the gold medals. You got to get the platinum medals on all of them for mm. all the achievements. And then like you have to go around and kill a bunch of people or kill a bunch of specific people. So there's quite a bit of collectibles in it. Oh, and then there's 250 collectibles scattered, scattered around Manhattan that you have to get. So, but your I dude can... runs fast and he he's does. got like this, this that fly help. move. He's got this like this floating move. So, I mean, you can get around that map very quickly. It's not like a, a GTA where you're like, Oh, I get on this bike and I'm do, 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 you know? So you can really move. And it, another thing that's cool is like when you're uh, running down the street and if you like, you just automatically vault over things. So you're vaulting over cars, you're vaulting over trucks. And when you land on the hood of a car, it just explodes. So oh, it's so is great. <laughs> it's a very fun game. So I'm looking forward to going back to it. It's just uh, a I mass murder up... game. It's like, yeah, the, oh, yeah. it's like if, Venom had a game, that's what you'd want it to be. That's funny yeah, my, you say that because I was going to say it's kind of like a Spider-Man type game as far as like the city goes and traversing it, right? Yeah, it's similar. You're, yeah. yeah, your movement is actually very similar to Spider-Man. Um, now, you're not web swinging, but or web slinging, but you are kind of like floating once you get really high. But uh, yeah, you're running up walls and all kinds of cool stuff like that. So that, that's what I'm looking forward to go back to. Uh, I picked up Blasphemous uh, when it came out. It's a new Metroidvania, maybe. I think it is. feels like Metroidvania. Um, and it is it's intense, man. It, it takes itself seriously. Uh, it's like... Um, there's like Catholicism going on in there and like heavy symbolism and there's like blood and swords and it's, 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 whew, it's intense. Um, any comparisons to other veiners? You know, it feels a lot like a Castlevania. It, it really has that vibe going for it. Um, just kind of like the, the design of it, the, 2D? um, what's that? Oh Is yeah, it's 2d, 2d, yeah, oh, okay. 2d side scroller. It's got your typical Metroidvania map. Uh, it's got collectibles and your um, your unlocking powers. Your um, see, yeah, you can spec into different um, uh, attacks or things like that. So there's a little bit of customization of your play through. But of course, once you get enough resources, you'll basically open up everything on the tree and you'll you'll get it all. But um, I then moved on to some other things. Uh, once I got my achievement in prototype. Uh, I then had to set everything else aside and start working on Omen Sight, uh, which is by the same developer that did uh, Stories, Path of Destinies. And man, talk about recycled. Uh, <laughs> I like the game, but it's like they've recycled the engine and they kind of just put a couple spins on it. Um, it it's okay, but I mean, if you're going to play both of them, you're going to feel kind of deja vu. Um, <laughs> so it's a telltale. Then, yeah, and then I spent a lot of time uh, with a you know probably one of my favorite games uh of recent memory and that's rhyme this game is awesome uh and i definitely recommend not using a guide there's a chapter select and once you know how everything works in the levels you can kind of zip you can really fly through things but i, I definitely recommend if you want to enjoy a game and you you know that this type of game like zelda exploration um and just finding cool things is for you and and you want to take some time with this game i i recommend it yeah, if you just want achievements and you just want to blast through it, then you know you're probably not going to love Rhyme as much. But uh, if you're definitely looking to spend some time in the game and enjoy exploring, then uh, check that one out and skip the guide. Uh, on for first some reason, I was thinking this was like first person and it's like only puzzles. But you just said it was Zelda-like, right? 
it's very Zelda like it's third person. Um, you see your character running the whole time and, um, no, it's cool. And there's, there's some feels in that. Uh, and, uh, I don't want to spoil anything. There's a, there's a lot of spoiler potential, uh, which is one of the reasons you don't want to look at the guide. Um, and you can get everything fairly easily, um, you know, on your second, on your cleanup run. Um, now Fug may not agree with me. He got very upset when I got <laughs> my <laughs> RTDL achievement, which was to get all of the one particular type of collectible. I guess his kind of glitched on him. So he has to kind of go back and figure out which one he missed or I don't know. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a good game. Uh, I, I really recommend it. It's, it's kind of like Zelda meets, uh, brothers. Mm, and if that sounds good to you, then you owe it to yourself to play this game. Interesting. Okay. Maybe you should check it out. It is on Game Pass. Reason, so you were playing this for RTDL? I was playing it for RTDL, but I've, I, when I saw it come out, it screams Koosh, right? Like the art style, like anyone that knows really the does. games that I like, when you see it, you're going to know, oh, this is a game Koosh is probably going to like. And sure enough, I mean, it's got that kind of um, art style I like. It's got like the exploration uh, that I like. And it just feels like a, it's just a perfect game. Uh, well, I shouldn't say it's a perfect game. It's, <laughs> it's definitely a game that's really targeted towards me. Like it, it, it checks a lot of the boxes. So for some reason, I think... I was associating this with the witness, so I might give this a try now. I can see that. Yeah, it's on my list. Sure. But this is one you're going to want to spend some time with. Uh, I mean, if you're going to enjoy this game, you're going to want to spend a little time with it. So post RTDL, gotcha. Yes, spend exactly. some time with the rhyme. If not, it would be a crime. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, that, oh, that yeah. rhymes. Mm. Hey Corey. Hey, <laughs> did you play any games? Did you do anything this week? Oh man, I had a productive week for the little bit of time i played oh did you um yes so i put i had a couple couple things on my my plate um it, I, there was a von coin promotion going on so you can earn extra coins uh, by playing call of duty world war ii uh, i happened to get this for my dad uh the previous christmas and i'm pretty sure he's put all of 20 minutes into it so i borrowed that disc and i marched through several achievements i got 10 which means i'm gonna get 200 bonus coins i could have got an extra 10 achievements for an extra 200 coins but i just i had other stuff that i needed to get to particularly rtdl and g task so i knocked out things like crayola scoot something finally clicked for me in that game and it's it became a lot easier um, i had to get to fame level seven where there's only eight so i got to seven and i stopped um, hopefully i'll be picking it up fairly shortly after RTDL and kind of finishing that up. I also, Ooh, I also, that game is hard. It is. It well, I did not catch on to it. At well, first. The, the, what would you call them? Not like boss fights. Uh, the, the like, play against um, someone to gain a fame level. Yeah. Like, like a legend. Every time you, you get enough XP to level up, you have to play a game of skate, which is like horse in basketball. Um, it's a game of scoot. Sorry, not skate uh, against that ranks legend and then you beat them and then you you get that next rank and so yeah you have to do that each time and uh, it gets increasingly more difficult they get better at their combos and whatnot but you it, <laughs> the more you play the you can level up your scooter a little bit and uh you kind of figure out what you can do to level you know get your combos better do you know what i didn't realize you could do um, is it, is it boost to keep your combo? It's boost, <laughs> yes. Yeah, because I I didn't get that at first. 
at that first. May, yes. That may be me not paying attention to the instructions, or it could have been well, me. Once I watched, I watched what the computer did on theirs, and then I said, oh. I think the exact same thing happened to me. I was like, why? Yeah. How are they keeping their combo and I'm not? Yeah, that's <laughs> yep. key. You boost. Yeah. yeah, there was a scooter game back in the day. What was that called on the PlayStation? Razor Scooter, probably. Yeah, um, I think that's it. I play kitty games. No, it was a good game. It was Tony a good Hawks game. It was like scooter. a free game too, I think. It was like a what? Was it like a free game? Maybe it was on a demo disc. I uh, think it was on a demo disc. I'm pretty sure it was like a full game. It was, just, you know, like you have Tony Hawks and Matt Hoffman's and Kelly Slater. So it was just another one of them. Yep. It's some nostalgia gaming right there. There, If you remember me in the beginning of the month, I talked about Crash uh, Bandicoot. I had to get every achievement in Crash 1 for RTDL. I pretty quickly realized I'm not going to have enough time to do all my lists um, and focus on perfecting Crash 1. So I decided to re-roll that, and it got re-rolled into Rare Replay. Um, I had to do all the snapshots in Underwolf, which is a game I've never played. Um, and I happened to do all the snapshots in like 20 minutes. So that was a the really world. good re-roll. Um, yeah, all those, all those rare replays have really high ratios to do easy stuff. Well, some of the snapshots are, are hard, right? I don't know. I, I haven't really delved into the model really. too much. Maybe it's just the, the not RC Pro-Ams I'm not good at. Um, I also I paired up with Wildwood Mike, and we knocked out Injustice 2 multiplayer achievement that was a good a high ratio and i finally decided to knock out mummy demastered which i had three achievements in one of which was completing the map 100 so um i do have to go back and get nine collectibles of which i don't know where they are exactly even though i visited every room um i didn't have the bright powers at the time i guess so that will be Rip. fun to go back uh i did get the achievement for not dying and beating the game thanks to the save copy glitch or exploit i guess it's not really an exploit i mean it's there you don't have to do anything tricky you just gotta copy your save and if you die you gotta erase your old one and, and go back uh, in, you know a few minutes not gory right but it's a very it's a very good metroidvania um i i wasn't i was I, I could tell it was good at the beginning but i wasn't quite into it into it uh but rtdl forced me to play to the end and it was it was not bad it was pretty good I, th- I don't think that you've played this one, L. No, not yet. You should. It's a, it's a good one, and even though it's movie based, movie tie in or whatever, it's that doesn't that that doesn't ruin it in this case. Uh, but do you have any interest in going and seeing the uh, the Tom Cruise movie? Oh no, I think <laughs> I've only seen one Mummy movie ever. Wait, it's okay, a tie well, into the Tom Cruise Mummy movie? Sort of. It's it's based on that. Uh, version of the mummy, I believe. I did not know that. That's interesting. I had no idea that got a game. Yeah, but That's it doesn't have Tom Cruise. Uh, it's just like it's kind of it's it's based on that one, but it doesn't have Tom Cruise as a Kenny Loggins. I, <laughs> I actually saw the Brendan Fraser mummy movies in the theater. Ugh. Oh yeah, and um, yeah, that I guy. had to see the Scorpion King, and my boy The Rock was in there in his first uh, quote unquote role. Even better, Godsmack was yeah. in there. They, were in they the stand game. alone, though. Oh, the soundtrack, yes. <laughs> there we okay. go. 
Just edit out that whole part, Kenny. You're trying to draw that out. out yourself talking. (laughs) (laughs) Real quick, to finish off my week and uh, some RTDL, I played through all of Stick Bolt again on professional difficulty. Yes. That achievement. That one kind of sucks when you're by yourself. I'll be honest. I'm, oh yeah, I probably won't finish it because I don't want to play that any on a harder difficulty. I am impressed with you. Uh, I was not very happy. I almost re-rolled it, but I was like, I'm going to do it, and I got all the way up to the devil, and I gave it a few good attempts, and I, was, I couldn't do it anymore. I had to go to bed. Came back the next morning, and it only took me probably two more attempts, but. Yeah, that one, that one looks like it's going to be tough for a completion by my by myself. So, yeah, if your AI partner, if you get the dumb version of the AI partner, yeah, it, it <laughs> really really stinks. Yeah, yeah, Just mine's extra out. dumb. <laughs> come to New York, we'll help you out. Michelle, help him out. You're so generous. <laughs> <laughs> I also had I a game called Video Ball on my playlist, uh, and I had to boost that with myself. Um, hey now. That's kind of like a boring game. Played a lot of Meow Motors. Had to three star every strike race. Uh, it's That's never a alone. Good game. Yeah, it, it well, it's a it's an okay kart racer. It's very easy. It's but it's one. very boring when you play almost the whole game in kind of one sitting. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Hit up Never Alone. That was easy, and some Death Squared. I've used the. How guide, do you not have Never Alone finished? Um. I think I started it short and for easy. quick points, and it wasn't as quick as I had hoped. And Pretty quick. Well, I'm I'm used to rat, rats now, so. Oh, right. Which so one that, is Never Alone Again? Is that the Eskimo game? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Eskimo. Alaskan. Yep. It's Alaskan. I'm pretty sure it's Eskimo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you ever had an, Alas- an Alaskan kiss? <laughs> Um, but that was my that was my gaming week. Uh, I did have one other thing that was super exciting, uh, and that, uh, you, you heard me mention Vaughn earlier. And this was this was the highlight of the week. I have been saving Definitely. my Vaughn coin, and if you don't know what Vaughn coin is, it's a currency that you earn based off of your true achievement score, um, and you can they have bonuses and promos that you can get extra on top of your monthly cap if you want to sign up for it and get a hundred free coins use promo code 9jqj87 you can look for that in discord and anyways they they post their auctions and you use these coins to bid in the auction and they finally put up borderlands 3 and i won it so nice. that was a really good get for me congratulations yes i mean why not well, okay. No, that's a good. You had so much success because playing Borderlands of Borderlands 2. Sucks. Oh, other than that, great job. Oh no, I'm not in that boost. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, he's uh, not with us. Oh, damn. No, they if so if you're not familiar with Von Quinn, they put up like uh, gaming tchotchkes and books and prints. Well, I mean, uh, Stallion started that. And set, pops. Right? <laughs> Due to popular uh, misconception, he did not start that. Set. Oh, weird. Yeah. Okay. Uh, definitely do not use his referral code and use uh. mine from earlier. Uh, and sometimes they put up games and controllers, which are the only two things I'm interested in, hardware and software. And so I've kind of made that decision. I'm going to get the Elite V2, so I'm good on controllers. So I'm going to get a game. And I missed out on Control a couple weeks ago, which now I really wish I had. 
But then they put up Borderlands 3, and that was my goal, was to win it. I said I was all in, and what do you know? I went all in, and nobody was able to beat me. Or at least How many much you win it for? Yeah. <laughs> 2,600 points. That's not rude, right? Ooh. Well, it was free to me, but 2,600 coins. 2,600. So That's where is that? What, where, what's your balance now? Um, 301. Okay. And I think... Tropan or Fug would have to correct me, but that might have been the highest uh, paid for item so far in an auction. It's, if I it's not, think it's it definitely was. in the top few. I think Fug was saying that in the Discord uh, the other day, whenever it was, that that's the highest one so far. Yep. So I'm likely out for like a All year. All right, fetch quest. Some more coins, but uh, I'm really excited for Borderlands Three. Enjoy those fetch quests. I will. Um, Kenny mentioned on last week's show that we actually made some progress, right? Yes, he did. I did. And then um, Prue decided to go to Atlantic City. I think it was, I think it was Prue. And uh, we didn't get to play this past Thursday. Damn it, Prue. Kenny, that you was your line. You know that you don't have to have four players. Kenny, that was your line. Uh, Kenny, wake up. What was my line? No, not that. <laughs> Stop fucking the damn drums and listen to this podcast. What's going on here? What now we is have this? Kenny talking about Borderlands. You're going to put him to sleep. Uh, you just <laughs> put well, me on the spot there. I don't know what I'm supposed to say. I'm so confused Damn what my true. line was. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know where, we, where we're going with this. Um, <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. L, go. <laughs> Breaking me. Golly. I missed you guys. <laughs> Oh, I miss you too, Mango. <laughs> that laugh has always been infectious. It's amazing. It is amazing. So what I'll go ahead and talk about? about my week real fast. Oh, sweet. Since L Wait, you played a game? It's just dragging on. I did. <laughs> well, no. Doubt. It's nothing special. I've just been chugging along on the on the on the grinds. Some zoo tycoon. <laughs> chugging along on the grinds. That's it. Playing Zoo Tycoon, I made a ton of progress this week. Getting closer to that completion. You pick up a did, lot of poop. I did. I picked up right around poop like six tycoon. to seven hundred uh, things of poop because I just unlocked that achievement. That's horrible. Zoo Tycoon has some of the worst achievements. It's terrible. You need to have the uh, an achievement factory in your home now. You have the the hands and the minds to do it. <laughs> I do. You can reward it, them with uh, I don't know food or something. Pops. Blankets, clothing. To dinner. <laughs> Definitely clothing. Did that. Start I picked uh Idle Champions back up. Want another, oh, you know, just no. idle game. I just I I'm kinda at the point where I just want this off my tag at this point. Just putting the I've put a ton of time into it. Just want to get it done. And it, it's sort of kind of getting close. Like I'm unlocking most of the achievements, but at the same time. This is just one of those games that takes forever. So I have no idea when that thing's actually done just because of the actual time sink of that it is. And then the only other game worth that I played was I jumped back into Final Fantasy VII. Okay, so no nice. no groans. I was expecting groans right there. Mm. There it is. Sweet. Just for you. I appreciate that. It's like I was 
going through my games. I didn't know really what I wanted to play. I didn't feel like playing Zoo Tycoon. But I'm like, I kind of want to play like an RPG. I'm looking through, I'm like, oh, Final Fantasy VII. Why did I ever put that down? I need to finish that. Jump back into that. Had apps. I forgot where I was. Turns out I was in Wutai, so I wound up completing those that side quest. And Wutai clan ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> I think this is just from, like a relic of '90s RPGs. But I have absolutely no idea how you would be able to do that section without a guide. That is Uh-oh. one of the f- that is one of the few areas in the game where I just have absolutely no recollection of where to go, and I had to pull up the TA guide because I I couldn't figure out where to go. I didn't know where to f- find the things that I needed to find. I'm trying not to you know spoil it because I know I was playing through it. What game? Out. Final Fantasy VII. Oh, that's right. <laughs> He's already asleep. You guys suck. <sighs> but yes, that's about it. I wound up completing that got an achievement, and now I've been working on trying to get someone to let level four limit breaks. I'm sure it gave okay. you good G test points. It did. Yeah, you definitely. It's actually not as good for G task as you would you would think. Is it because of the like, cheats? I bet it's because of the cheats. The cheats definitely makes it, or definitely hurts it. Because anyone on TA that is playing this game is probably cheating with it. And like the game has a one nine five ratio. That's not that high for for an RPG. But it's TA and people have a lot of nostalgia for this for this game and a lot of love for it. So when they pick it up, they're like, Oh, I definitely want to get this completed. So it doesn't have that high of a ratio, unfortunately. How about you, El? How was your week? Did you say nostalgia? I don't believe I did. It's like you read my mind. I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) I'm totally not reading like from a doc or anything. I remember nostalgia. Don't read from a doc. At your age, I'm surprised you remember anything, Nate. (laughs) Well, this is uh, a weird game to simul play, but Michelle and I have been simuling FF7. Uh, She's been through the game a couple times before in her youth, and (laughs) I'm trying to... (laughs) I've started it a hundred times. I never got far in it. So now we're up to the part where you do something and get this thing and meet this character. Spoilers. Darn it. I'm sorry. But what are your character names? I actually think I know what you may be talking about. D and Fault. We just found a hidden character that's an achievement that's actually missable, apparently. It's pretty Ah. early on. Okay. The girl. The girl chick. Is that Kenny's crush? Yuffie, Yuffie. Yuffie and no. Euthanasia. Euthanasia. I don't think Yuffie's missable. I'm pretty sure you can come back at any time and get her. If you don't know about it, it's missable, I guess. Okay. She's just in a random bush. In a random bush? Yeah, you gotta find her in the forest. Yeah. You gotta find her in the forest, and you gotta beat her in battle, (laughs) and then you have to answer specific answers, or else she steals a bunch from you, or just knocks you out, and runs away. So, I got that game on RTDL, and that was the next achievement I needed, so got that, moved on. I started up Celeste for the first time, and much like Final Fantasy VII, you can cheat in this one also. I needed to get an achievement for... Oh, what are those things called? Strawberries? Heart heart gems <laughs> you find these hidden gems in each level and now are you actually cheating in Celeste or are you playing it through oh like, absolutely legit the first 100% time? legitly cheating 
<laughs> uh, yeah, I tried the first level legit. Unfortunately, with RTDL, there is a time component as well. So that makes sense. You can you can you can skip levels also with the cheats. So you could just go and get what you needed. So I got that done. Wow. I've been playing Shenmue, which is funny because just had the uh, 20 year Dreamcast anniversary that we were talking about. Oh, I didn't know that was a Dreamcast game. Yeah, that was the Dreamcast game. Nine, nine, Way ahead oh, of nine. Doubt. Try again. Nine, that nine, seems nine, nine. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I could be. I, I could be mistaken. That nine, seems nine, a bit nine. too late. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna assume you haven't played it. Um, no. But basically, is it about a whale? Uh, no, that's uh, that's Chip playing Gears Pop. <laughs> but, uh, we'll, talk, we'll, 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 we'll talk more about that later. Oh yeah, I played Gears Pop. I forgot to talk about that or mention that. I played Gears Pop. Continue, well. Sweet. So anyway, <laughs> if you never played Shenmue, <laughs> I'll probably catch some flack for this. For anyone who has played it, it's basically a glorified walking sim. You walk around and you gather clues, and there is some fighting in the game, but it's few and far between. But one thing I realized. Sounds like L.A. Noor. Totally Noor. like that, except yep. L.A. Noor. <laughs> no. <laughs> Whatever. Love you, Mango. Love you, too. One thing I noticed is that between Final Fantasy VII and Shenmue, and those are two 20-year-old games that were remade and we're playing them again for achievements. You have Celeste, which looks like an old game. You have Time Spinner, which looks like an old game. Uh, Corey was talking about Crash and Spyro and Mummy Demastered. Nate's playing all kinds of garbage that looks like an old game. <laughs> which is why he likes Rhyme so much, because it's the only game that looks halfway decent. Your point? And uh, My point is, we must love nostalgia. Like Outside of your Borderlands 3, like most of the games we play yeah. are of the old variety. Well, I mean kind of forced to play them right we're not forced to play anything sure we are we can pick and choose whatever we want to play i can't well, i can't pick what is devs make what is new call of duty there's that oh, control call of duty? i've never game. heard of it <laughs> <laughs> there's all kinds of new stuff we could play yeah but don't they all play like the old games now i mean like what has been put out that is groundbreaking or it's the next nostalgia maker um i would i mean say anthem or like destiny 2 is probably up there if there's no those won't be nostalgia maybe destiny 1 uh i haven't played destiny 2 i know it is better than the first so i can't really speak personally for it. I mean, it's like but, in 15 uh, years, there's going to be a Destiny Classic, not a Destiny 2 Classic. Uh, that's fair. I could, I'll, I'll give you that. I can see that being like one of those things where kids or other people who's playing it now look back and it's like, oh man, Destiny was so good. They all remake, remake it for the Xbox 7 or whatever it is that we're playing at the time. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> I can't imagine anyone liking Destiny and wanting to play it again, like oh, ever. it wasn't that bad. Ugh. There's a the gameplay still was a fine. Big Everything crowd, else sucked. Big uh, following for that game. Their gameplay, their gunplay is king. The yes, oh, the so gunplay good. is yes, great. Fine, sure. The gameplay was so good. That one level that they made was really interesting. 
<laughs> Very specific. <laughs> no, no. I mean, they made one level, and then you exactly. played it 300 times. Well, you should no, have to explain your jokes to there was at least Wake three. Up, <laughs> Four, but one was exclusive to PlayStation. <laughs> and I was listening to Corey on the Cross Atlantic Gaming Podcast, and the only other game mentioned was Doom, which is, of course, a remake of a 90s game. Oh, you missed another what? one. We talked about Lion King and... Oh, and you're oh, right. Yeah. Aladdin. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm super excited for, too. Well, I mean, Aladdin was really good, so... See, I've yeah, never played apples. either of those games. Oh, uh, you're, yeah. I'm going to beat them Just, now. You're a baby. <laughs> I've seen the movies. There's no excuse for there's no excuse for this stuff at any age. There's emulators, play stuff. That no um, achievements though. Get with the times. Exactly what Kush said. But at the same time, okay, no I cheats. could play this really old game that looks terrible and is probably crappy with today's standards. I have no nostalgia for it. Why do I want to play it? And and the here's the thing: about Lion club? King isn't like. A Legend of Zelda, for instance. You know, Legend of Zelda is you know this massive franchise. The Lion King video game really isn't. Lion King and Aladdin were infamous tier games of those times, and also way too hard for kids. So you don't have nostalgia for the Will Smith classic Aladdin? Yeah. I have absolutely not. I've never played it. Oh, I like the movie. Lion King's one of my favorite Disney that was my movies. Next question. But as far as the games, never played them. Now will be your chance. Eh. Unless someone like <laughs> gives me the game, I'm not paying for it. There's no way I'm gonna buy that game. Why? Why would I? Um, yeah, no, I don't want to buy it. Okay, don't there's buy it. more games I could, especially since it's like forty bucks. I'd rather go buy Crash Team Racing or, or Crash Insane Trilogy for that. Wait. Because of nostalgia. Oh, because nostalgia, of nostalgia. Yes. You're right. <laughs> I have yes. incredible amounts of nostalgia for Crash. Uh, You're going to like this week's sales. <clears throat> Continue. I do. So do I have a point about any of this? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's what we've been asking ourselves all episode. Where were, <laughs> Just where were you going on? with this? I, I forgot know. where we were going with it. I'm not going anywhere. I just noticed that <laughs> we suck at playing new and exciting games, or oh, or yeah, is your right. point that they're not making such things anymore? Yeah, that was that was my point. Is that like okay? Yeah, so what's right. new? What's what's the like, new Rhyme nostalgia sounds maker? Different. I don't know. Shovel Knight it doesn't have to be Borderlands Three. I mean, I would argue Gears Super Five. High. Yeah, it doesn't have to be the newest. It doesn't have to be innovative necessarily. It just has to be good, new, and shiny. I mean, so is nostalgia based on good, or is it just based on time and place? I would say time and place. I would say definitely. I'd say very. I would say very rarely do I see something now that I saw as a kid and think that it sucks. I still tend to like the stuff that I liked, probably because of what is it, rose-colored? Yeah, you see it like you did when you were five. Right. Well, still laugh at dumb. Well, okay. These movies. Get, okay, so Destiny may be something that people have nostalgia for. I guess. Crew will love it forever, I'm pretty sure. Well, I'll also throw this point out there. You know, a lot of the new games coming out 
are sixty bucks. Why does when was the last time anyone here spent sixty dollars on a game? <clears throat> Probably when uh, I bought the Lion point. King. <laughs> we pre-ordered the Lion King and Aladdin. That's forty. My point is, you know, we're, well, we literally have an entire section of sales for in the show that's coming up here real soon. But it's like we always buy games on sale. Things are always on, or, or things are always on sale. We have Game Pass. Uh, times are know, different, though. We we what, have these other outlets wait a that discourage us from paying <laughs> more money for games. Yeah, what Even I just mean new, is like, I'm like, not going to necessarily go out and spend sixty dollars on Doom Eternal and play it when it's like, oh, I have all these other games on Game Pass, for instance, I could be playing. All right. So is Gears Five? Nostalgia for the Gears franchise as a whole? I don't understand the question. <sighs> Me neither. I can see someone possibly having nostalgia for it. That's I... a 13-year-old series now, or more. To a certain age group, I'm sure it is. Well, I, mean, I think Gears I 5 is a weird example because of Game Pass. But... Well, I mean, well, I can see plenty of uh, yeah. people jumping into set to the series at like Gears 4, Gears 5, where it's like that new trilogy. And people are going, oh, that's when Gears was in its heyday, when there's, you know, however long long later. Just like I'm sure there are plenty of people, if we were to have this conversation 15 years from now, that would say Halo 4, Halo 5 is the heyday of the Halo franchise, which to me is blasphemy. Well, that was covered earlier by Kush. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Wrong game. So besides Halo and Gears, like, uh, what is there? I think we're, I think my point is that we just feel comfortable playing some of these these type of things. Like, why play Final Fantasy VII again when you could be experiencing something new? It's because there's a comfort about it, right? Yeah. And you also know what you're playing. Why, why watch a movie more than once when there's thousands of movies you haven't seen? Comfort. Nostalgia. It's also like, you know, you're sitting down to play a game, you know this that game that you've played before is good and you're going to enjoy it, whereas this new game that you've never played before, it's a hit hit or miss. You know, you may pick it up and come to find out it's terrible. You hate it. You don't want to play it no more. Okay. Uh, were you saying something earlier about sales? Sale, Gway. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the hell? Uno. Yes, we have some sales this week. Uh, Corey, is there anything you're going to get? Um, yes, there is, and I don't have Ooh, no. Um Just making up for last week still, guys. I am probably up. not well, going to get some sales this yeah. week. Um, I picked up the Metricon game last week, and so, but I did, I did highlight two that are on my list, but due to other circumstances, I think I'm going to wait. Those would be Crash Team Racing, Woo. 25% off, it's $30, so it's only 10, 10 bucks off. I would very much get this, and I I said I would first sell, uh, but I have played way too much Meow Motors to want to play any more kart racers for a couple months. So I'm going to let that <laughs> chill. Maybe we'll hit that 50% off mark, and we'll be golden then. Come uh, Black Friday, I'm sure. Or, or, or that. Yeah, this one, my games your partner does not he's cart cart racers are not his thing and so if i can get this one physical uh, I, if, on a good deal I, I probably would the other one that really tickles my fancy is farm together but 
the price could be better. Uh, I don't remember the percentage, but it is still $14. And I can't think of a cert, any particular friend that has it. Um, beer me. Not beer, beer me. Not, so you're buying it for all of us, no, you said? Not that you need a friend to play this game, but it but certainly, it's called Farm Together. It certainly can yeah, help. They wanted, they wanted you to play it by and they wanted you to play it by yourself. It would just be called farm. They have, but does it have fishing? <laughs> I don't know about the fish, but I do know that you can join other people's farms and get achievements and whatnot. Anyways, ten dollars, you got me. Fourteen, I can still wait. Way too much uh, in the library as it is. Beer me was talking about this. of a taco box. <laughs> Beer me was talking about this uh, this past weekend. And he was saying something about like there's some really grindy achievements where if you jump into somebody's farm as they complete the last stage of it, you get the achievement too. It's like you don't have to do the, yep. the well, super long grind for it. I've that's heard, nifty. I've heard that several times, yep. Yeah. So I might just pick it up just for that. Hopefully, beer me. Don't do it yet. Don't pull that trigger. <laughs> I'm coming. Invite me. Invite me. <laughs> so, yeah. But can you pet the dog? All right, Corey. You can just shoot that dog in the head when and it's uh, sick. When RTDL is over, we're just going to all get farmed together and just play it every night and just well, if I'm not play with our hoes and stuff I'm like that. I'm not getting it at full price. But post-September, <laughs> post, uh, RTDL free, I am playing all the games, <laughs> all the co-op games. Anybody want to team up, just let's look, let's look at the, the library and, and schedule it up. Nate, away out. Uh, that one is already taken, but yes, me and Jables will be doing that one shortly. Nate, there's good news with oh. Farm Together. What's that? There's a screenshot of him fishing. Oh, uh, fishing for dogs? My. Uh, he, he hasn't so, reeled it Nate. off yet, so I, I'm not sure. But uh, it, it looks like he's fishing. Gotcha. There's also a picture of a cat tickling a teddy bear. Is that the game where if you buy the disc, is something's easier or something? No, that's that's an actual. That's like real farming. That's farming simulator sixteen, I think. Something like that. Oh, so that one. Oh, right. Okay. So this is a no farming together is uh, huh? relatively recent. Wowie, wowie, yowie. Yeah. It came out yowie, earlier this wowie. year, January. Well, I'm glad you I like simulators. Nate, do you got so anything? <laughs> I was wondering if Corey was done, but I guess he is. Oh, I'm definitely done. Corey's asleep. Wake up, Corey! I like turtles. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, for m- my recommendations, um, uh-huh. I, I, I can't tell if this is a recommendation or more of a, hey, watch out. Uh, Odium to the core is $2.49 down from 5 and you may be thinking you're you're getting yourself a 200 or 200 250 penny deal. Um, do it. Ooh, 1000 gamer score and uh 5123 TA but there are zero completions and apparently this game starts out according to the review the only review I read starts out fun and starts out interesting and then it gets impossibly hard at the end. So uh it's pretty impossible. Do you think you're getting a deal? Is it five minutes in? Have you played this? I have, yes. It's uh, basically you control this orb and you are navigating this, uh, I don't know, channel and it's moving up and down and it can have obstacles and it has these other orbs that you need to collect and it gets very hard and sometimes the checkpoints aren't great and it's just not 
very fun. It looked very similar in art style to a uh, phone game uh, and also a Windows 10 game, I think maybe by the same developer. It might have had Odium in the title too. But I remember it uh, having something to do with the music in the game. It might have lined up with the orbs uh, or whatnot, and that wasn't bad, um, but the game's just hard. Okay. Well, yeah, so you might want to stay away from that. It might look like a good deal, but you know, if you're into completions, maybe stay away from that one. Sounds like Spiral um, Splatter. Kind of. And that game's terrible. Think of Spiral Splatter, but the the plane is moving. You you don't ever have a, any chance to stay still. Okay, then. I know Elroy had talked about it at one point. Uh, Jetto Mero, or I have no idea how you say that. Uh, Hero of Cameron the Universe. Mello. It's 324 down from 13, so that's a pretty good deal. Uh, 1,000 gamer score, uh, 1,209 TA, and it's uh, estimated at three to four hours. I don't know. Seems interesting. Action. Lights. Camera. <laughs> uh, and then Point. there is a game that I would like to challenge Waka to try because I want to hear. I want to hear North. just how horrible it is. And it is called Where Are My Friends? Question mark. Oh, uh, so that just sounds bad. It's one dollar and seventy nine cents, down from six. You know, typical pricing. Um, it's a platformer. It has no death chivos, so I think like the last three achievements are you know complete this level with no deaths. Um, it's one thousand gamer score. It's four thousand eight hundred and thirty six TA, and I would just love to hear his take on it. I think it's going to be a classic. Um, yeah, well, I'll chip in then, for that. We can buy it for. Oh, yeah? We can buy it for him. I think we can do it. We can make yeah. it happen. And finally, an actual recommendation on a good game uh, or a game that I enjoyed, and that is Seasons After Fall. Now, I've not completed this because I got distracted and, you know, that happens. Uh, it's $5 down from 20 Typical 1,000 gamer score, 1,570 TA. So that's a little bit higher. Uh, it is a puzzle platformer. And um, the way this works is you change, you eventually are able to change to all four seasons. Um, and each season affects the level differently. It might raise the water level. It might freeze water. It, you know, it might cause uh, trees to be barren and now you can't jump onto platforms and such. Um, and it is, you know, it's interesting. It kind of has an art style that's kind of similar to an Ori, uh, but not as good. Um, it's a little bit larger scale than like an Ori. And uh, I recommend this and it's good price. And, um, I believe it's an indie developer, so uh, have at it. All right. And L, did you have see anything? Have at you. Have at thee. <laughs> have at thee, Sesprilla. So, there's so. a lot of Final Fantasy games on sale. Ooh, tell me more. I know. That's the usual stuff. This is the problem. This is the problem. Click. Oh, hi. Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like... Yeah, the problem is that these would be great games to pick up for half price, but it's just a time commitment. If you have nostalgia for it, though, it's the deal. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Gall darn it. You're right. Yeah, Final Fantasy IX is not on a great sale, but it looks like X and X2, a.k.a. 10-2, oh, I should have had Yeah, those are on half it. price. Maxima. Oh, right. They're not that smart. <laughs> ah. And no one cares about all that stuff anyway. They want to hear about the easy completions. Well, there's three ACA games. 
on sale this week. Gross. Fatal Fury 3, which is guys punching each other. Super Sidekicks 3, which is guys kicking soccer balls. And ECA Neo Geo Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Which I don't know what the heck that is. Yeah, the first two look like easy completions. This Ragnarok game is listed as a two to three hour completion, so that's probably skill based. Can't have that. Don't buy that one. Uh, deployment, 249, zero to one hour completion. And Black Default is six bucks. It's usually 750 when it goes on sale, so this is the cheapest I've seen it. Might want to pick that one up. I think it's a puzzly platformer. That seems like that goes on sale a lot. Uh, Capcom Beat 'em Up Bundle is actually really fun, but I have some problems with the achievements in the game. I've been meaning to bring this up. Oh, please do. So it's on sale for $12, down from 20 Yes, an achievement podcast. We should probably talk about this. So Michelle mentioned that a couple weeks ago we had played through one of the games in co-op, and it's bad enough if it pops for the host only, but it didn't pop at all. So then I went through the whole game alone, and just to be safe, I, I uh, saved it right before the last boss. Okay. Just in case it was maybe something with my Xbox or, I don't know, something. And it didn't pop. But it had popped on a different game. So basically you get an achievement for beating each of the games. And there's no real skill required because you have infinite continues. So I saw something in one of the forums that said there may be a problem with the Xbox One X with this game. Uh-oh. So uh, what I did was... So what I did was I downloaded the game onto my OG Xbox and had the save on the last boss. And sure enough, it popped right away. F. So, I know. So I wonder if that has anything to do with it. That's so... So, buyer beware, I love these type of games. They just mindlessly beat up stuff, and music's always nice, and they're two, three, and four-player games. So this is right up my alley. I love these type games. Final Fight is an all-time classic to me. Final fight. What were you gonna say, Kenny? Uh, what was I gonna Gosh. say? Oh, it's oh, it it's just odd that achievements pop on like the OG Xbox or or the S, but it doesn't pop on the X. That's just weird to me. Someone said it on the forum, and I tried it out, and it works. So, must be a correlation there. Yeah, there's been a couple of games that we've talked about that where it's had that problem to it. It's just such a weird glitch to me. Or a bug, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So the rest of the easy stuff is all the usual suspects. Albedo, Oh My Godheads, uh, Sherlock Holmes. Stuff that's been on sale a million times. Only one that didn't sound familiar was the one that Kush said, uh, Jet Omero. Uh, yeah. So lots of stuff to get. There's always things to buy. There's so much. But even the stuff that's on sale for 75% off, you're like, mm, is it worth it? Oh, it's... Some of these... 360 games are $2. The Tomb Raider games are all $2. Those are probably great experiences, but eh, there's so much to play. Yeah, it's like I look at the Tomb Raider games and Tomb Raider Underworld we have. That's been games of gold before. Like, I would... I'm considering picking up Legend, but at the same time, I know for a fact I'm not going to get to it anytime soon because the backlog already exists, and there's a chance, you know, that may go with games of gold, so I can save that $2. It's like it's an amazing uh, sale right now. It's 90% off, so if you want it, now's the time to get it. But, you know, 
all, a lot of the Tuminators have been games of gold already. You know, just wait it out. Maybe they'll make it. Maybe they'll make Legend games of gold as well. But if you're looking for free games, there there's a couple of games of gold games that are available for download, as always. Uh, as of right now, we have the Hitman complete first season. Yeah, Bret Hart. Totally a game about him, right? The other... Uh, I need some different co-hosts over here. Yes. What are you talking about, brother? There you go. That's totally Bret Hart. Oh, you said the Hart brother. I was thinking Kevin Hart. Okay, never mind. They look oh, so they soon, look so much alike. Soon. My bad. Well, yeah, they're very similar. Rest, rest in peace. Makes sense. Rest in Kevin peace. Hart's not dead yet. Terrible. Just I just to rest. Terrible. Terrible car accident. <laughs> oh, that's right. I completely forgot that he got in a car accident. He did a wonderful job hosting the Oscars this year. You leave that man alone. <laughs> Listen. Kevin Hart is a treasure. <laughs> <laughs> that was fast. I, the rock that's it, that's that. it. I know. That's the worst. That's the worst obituary ever. Uh, eulogy. One of those. Thing. Obituary. Good band. Your window of opportunity is closing. Oh, you said good. You said you said good band. Sorry. Two other games that are available for download. With Games of Gold, Tekken Tag Tournament 2, and We Were Here. That's the new one. I've absolutely... So that's a co-op game? Online, I think, yeah, online co-op, it... like, a way out. A way out. Oh, okay. And then this, We Were did, Here This release to... into Games of Gold? Yes. And, well, it's... Yes. Oh. Oh, it's We Were old... Here. It's a one to two hour completion as yes. well. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Apparently this is an older game that they just ported to Xbox, and there's We Were There Too uh, is going to be released shortly. Yes, we, so, were yeah. we were here too. We were here too. I saw people already. I saw people already playing it, but it's not out yet. October second. They're influencers, L. They're influencers. I mean, dirty. Yeah, Bill's put out a a video for We Were Here. You have to do two and a half playthroughs because you play. You have to play through one as uh, one of the characters, I guess. And another one is the other one, and you have to get up to a certain point and do, I guess, something else in a different one. I haven't watched the video yet, but um, I think it was like 18 minutes for a run. So you could probably get this wow. done under an hour if you do your homework first. Oh, it's a yeah, puzzle Based game. off of the trailer, oh, I recommend I'm you do your homework. I do my homework. <laughs> Ugh, homework. Yeah, puzzle game. I, I'm looking at the screenshots. I have... I have absolutely no idea what it is until I read that it's a puzzle. Okay, sure. You need to go watch the trailer. It's uh, It looks like a quality, quality game. <laughs> sure, it's fine. <laughs> I don't know. Whoa. Okay, so I don't know how to this, take that there, reaction. There will, there will so we're be no nostalgia kinda, for that game. We're just going to kind of continue. Uh, game Pass. We haven't had anything added this week. They've been teasing it, so... As per usual, they will probably release all the games that's being added tomorrow. So you'll hear us mention them next week. We do have a couple of games that are leaving Game Pass soon. We have Lego Indiana Jones. I'm, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, and you guys are going to make fun of me, but Shante? Shante? Shante. Pretty good. Shante. No, oh, okay. No, no. Shante Town. Shante, yes. Shante E. Sure. Uh, Shantae, half genie hero, uh, split second. I didn't even know that was that's in a good one. Game that's Pass, good... isn't that the sad thing? Like things are leaving Game Pass. I didn't realize we're there. Should have been playing them. 
I had no idea Split Second was there, especially because that was Games of Gold a year-ish ago, I think, or maybe earlier this year. I don't know. It's been so long. But I had no idea. That was a Game Pass. Uh, Ninja Gaiden in Black. I'm surprised that's leaving Game Pass considering it's an OG Xbox game. I would just assume that they were going to stay uh, in there for the whole thing. And then the final game that we're losing is The Hunter Call of the Wild. Uh, I have no idea what that is. I guess it's a hunting game if you're into that. Is there fishing? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Considering it's called The Hunter and not The Fisherman, I would say no. Uh, now, did you? I know you had mentioned that uh, the Game Pass uh, has has teased some some new things coming this week, uh, but they did it in a weird way on Twitter. Um, their handle is Xbox Game Pass, and it's very strange. It says September isn't over yet, and more games are coming this week. But then they have these strange, oversized letters, which are I N N. I N and I. So I'm wondering. I don't know. Do you see anything in that? Somebody said Ben. Yeah, what did he say in the Discord? Um, Ben was talking about how he made he mentioned something to the effect of if you have your font in a certain way, or if you have like larger text or something like that, that they there's some sort of code in that, and it, they think Quake is coming to Game Pass. Quake. I believe that's what he said. I could be wrong, but anything, anything you, I, Quake, but that anything was a great you hope game. for in Game Pass? I don't kind of, know. Kind of a loaded I, question. It yeah. is. Yeah. Because with that, I'm also kind of like, what's what could possibly come to Game Pass? You know what I mean? Like, there is one game that I'm really hoping that comes to Game Pass. I'm kind of holding out buying it because I really want to play it. P, uh, PC building simulator. I really want to play that game, but do I want to spend twenty bucks? And I don't know yet. I'm, it seems like that would be a good Game Pass game. You know what else seems like a good they one? Seem that like Torchlight Two, mm. but those might be too recent. Let's let's go back in the uh, the Wayback Machine and see what's came out recently, ish. What do you mean? Well, no, I'm just looking at the uh, the release calendar. For the past few months to see. Oh, duh! There's a game I want in Game Pass. What? Giga Wrecker Alt. Oh, is Giga Wrecker Alt? No, going I, just, I wanted to. Ah, oh, I was gonna buy that. Yeah, Giga Wrecker. What? I don't even know what that is. It looks interesting. Okay, so like what? Mm-hmm. I, what I was gonna say is, I went to the full Xbox game list, and I just went to 2019 games, just because obviously I want the new stuff in there. And Kingdom Hearts three. That'd be a I would I wouldn't mind having that in Game Pass. I don't think you guys actually know that, that's one I have been wanting to play and I keep putting it off because you know it's been like thirty bucks consistently. Um but I have had not had the time to, to put it into that. That'd be a good get. That would be a really good get for Game Pass, especially since you know we haven't had the previous um, Kingdom Hearts games on Xbox. Yeah. That'd be awesome. I would carve out. I'd consider carving out some time for that. See, that that's a game that we missed or, uh, earlier on in the show when we we're talking about, you know, what's what games people going to have nostalgia for? Kingdom Hearts 3. I mean, I have a ton of nostalgia for Kingdom Hearts 1. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. World War Z, that'd be cool, too. 
add any Game Pass. Shoot, just the Crash games. That, that Crash. one seems a little bit more far-fetched. Uh, World War Z, though, that seems like it could be a contender. Um, Hitman 2 came to mind when I was kind of looking here. I would like to get my hands on that one um, as well. Yeah, any of those games that are kind of like, uh, what would you call it? Like an MMO-ish co-op type games. They would be good games. For, they're, they're like the perfect games for Game Pass. That's where they're the games that would help make Game Pass flourish because it's like one person has it and it's just like all, he tells all of his friends, just go get Game Pass, you know. Sign up. It's a dollar. Yeah, it makes me think like um, what's that one that Koosh played with four players? Starts with an S. Strange, strange brigade. Something like, they, it reminds me like that. So yes, strange brigade. That's why I'm oh, saying yes. it could fit that mold. Uh, so I wouldn't count that one out. It's not you know AAA. Um, so yeah, it's strange brigade. That's a good game. That's a perfect game for Game Pass. Oh, and rad. I want rad in there. That'd be rad. I can see that happening, you know, with that now being a Microsoft um, or mm-hmm. acquisition. Uh, I can see them kind of retroactively. Yeah, the only that. Uh, thing that would hold them back is the, the Bandai Namco thing. And I'm kind of looking now to see if mm-hmm. any of their games maybe have been in Game Pass or that I, I recognize. I don't know. I'm not seeing a lot of stuff here. Speaking. I kind of. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm about to change the topic. So go for it. I'm saying that I'm. You know, as we were talking earlier about the things that are leaving, I was like, man, I really wanted to play that. Or, you know, I thought, oh, I want to try out that hunting game. I want to just see if that's, you know, worth something, you know, getting the gentleman 710 or whatever, 720 <laughs> um, out of it. Uh, I kind of don't have time to make use of all the Game Pass games. Like, I really would oh, like possible. to. Yeah, I'd like to squeeze it a little more than I currently am. Um you know, and I'm kind of hoping that, like, once we take a little break from the team RTDL to maybe focus more on RTDL game. <laughs> Gosh dang it, I can't get it out of my head. Uh, to focus more on Game Pass games and, and getting a little more of the value out of that. Um, now, certain things won't leave, right? Like uh, Gears, so I don't really need to focus on that. But just focus on some of those other games that maybe might be leaving before too long. You know, I really had to hurry to get on Rush done. Uh, that was kind of annoying. I would much prefer to uh, maybe not have to prioritize what to play at the end of the month uh, when things are going to leave or not, and maybe just kind of focus on knocking out one or two uh, a month or something. Definitely. Yeah, it's such a good value for your money. It's like there's so many games, but you just don't have the time to be able to play them. I mean, it's literally Netflix. There's it's there's so much shows to watch. It's great value for your buck, but you don't have the time to watch all the so shows. You just watch The Office, and you're good. I'm almost done. <laughs> I'm almost to season wow. eight. Wow! Oh, season eight. So you're you're at the downhill. I'm sorry to say, but no, I know that. I know <laughs> when Will Ferrell comes in. I knew I've known he was coming in for a long time. I know when he comes in, the show goes downhill. I'm on. Uh, what's the season finale of season seven called? Um, uh, managers, manager search or something like that. Whatever it is, uh-huh. search committee, search committee. That's what it is. I'm halfway through the first. I have a feeling part. that you're just gonna drop it. You need you need to power through that. No, I I've suffered through oh, the show enough. On. I'll finish it. You know what's funny is that back in the day there was this magazine called TV Guide. I don't know if you guys remember this. 
And How it, have Houston... I heard about TV Guide two times in the same day? What? You heard about TV Guide today? I have. I listened to the Joe Rogan's podcast, and he had Rob Zombie on. I'm a huge Rob Zombie fan. Oh, I haven't gotten to that one yet. And they were talking about TV you're Guide. Say you were talking to your grandma. Oh, weird. Uh, <laughs> that would be scary if I was talking to my grandmother. Don't don't pull a D-E-A-D uh, line on me now. Okay, I won't say it then. So, going back to my comment, not your dead grandmother's comment on uh, a TV Guide, there there used to be this thing called TV Guide, and that's how you would figure out what was playing, and they would you'd get one every week. Right? It seems like such a waste is, of resources. Man, I feel so old. This is yeah, so that you could fire up your your black and white TV and watch shows, you know what uh, when they'd be on, and they, I don't think but maybe they had the title of the episodes but for the longest time like you couldn't get the title of the episode just by you know turning on the channel or whatever and you know i I don't think the guides on the cable had uh titles for the episodes so it's just funny kenny when you when you mentioned oh it's you know the end of season seven manager or whatever like that's not something that you used to be able to do and it was only the trekkies like uh like prue who could reference <laughs> an episode by the title and not by like, oh, season three, episode seven, but no, by the actual title of the thing. And now that's a thing because Netflix, they have a title for every episode. And it's just something that, uh, I don't know why that, that strikes me as funny, but um, it's just weird. Like, I don't remember ever knowing the, the titles of episodes until kind of recently. See, that's so foreign to me. <laughs> that's so foreign to me not to like have a tv guide i'm sure i grew up without tv guides like you know mm-hmm. in the cable box but i don't remember that time because it's been so long <laughs> but i mean i mean the actual magazine or you just mean the like when you hit the the uh, guide button yeah the guide or the menu button on your cable box whatever you, or satellite tv or whatever it is that you have gotcha that used to be its own channel and you would have to wait for it to scroll to the channel I always yeah. remember those. I, had, I do remember using those. You remember the little magazines, right, Al? Of course. I subscribed <laughs> to it. And as a matter of fact, I used to do the crossword <laughs> every week. Oh, there was a crossword? Oh, there were awesome. crosswords. I remember. Of course. Uh, the TV Guide to... crossword. I did it every week. Terrible. I don't remember that. I remember my grandmother doing those. My grandmother, too. Both my grandmas are dead. Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> so are mine. Jeez. Well, they're probably uh, so playing. Oh, uh, but to bones. go back to uh, what I was going to say before, uh, what were, I forget how we brought up maybe with the Kingdom Hearts license or something like that. Did you guys see the article that was posted today? I, I think it was in Discord. Maybe I saw it on Twitter or Facebook or something. But Sunset Overdrive is going to be going okay. to PlayStation. This Since, is not breaking news. This is the first time okay. I've seen it. Back, back it up. But seen it officially that Sunset Overdrive is going to go to PlayStation. I mean, obviously, Insomniac was bought by PlayStation. That's not the breaking news. But the Sunset Overdrive going to PlayStation, I well, thought it, was. No, well, Insomniac maybe owns I missed it. the IP for Sunset Overdrive. So when they bought Insomniac, it was like a, a thing. Like, that should have been understood. But for some reason... It blew up today on the internet that, oh my gosh, they own Sunset Overdrive. Okay, so it is so, somewhat new. 
So they didn't state that they're actually going to make Sunset Overdrive for the PS4, just that PlayStation or Sony now owns that, they, right? They have their fingers. They yes. can't put their fingers in that pie, yes. So they can't, but it's not a done deal that they're no, going to, yet. right? I mean, it's just like, oh, I dated your girlfriend. You know, that sort of thing. Is that <laughs> where they're going with that? I think. Okay. I, I'd be willing to bet Sunset Overdrive comes to PlayStation. I think it will. And uh, what will be because that was such an underrated what will be bad like and it's going to get great praise on PlayStation and then they're going to get the sequel of course oh, they're not piss going me to get off. it and it's going to be terrible and it's going to be a really good one if we go if PlayStation gets Sunset Overdrive two I'm going to shoot up Sony it's going to have Spider Man as a time locked character and oh I will be pissed Ratchet oh that's just annoying that's infuriating just thinking about that. <laughs> Uh, and actually, speaking of Sony <laughs> games coming to PS4, PlayStation 4 users are finally coming, going to be able to play Castle Crashers. I just saw that posted today. Welcome to 2013. Yeah, do, do you see a video of me twirling my finger in the nine. That's because you suck like Castle Crashers. He likes. He doesn't like Castle Crashers, right, and get, he likes Battle Block Theater. Get your soundboard ready. The reason it's I like Castle Crashers is because it's a mediocre version of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh, I like these soundboards. This is fun. Oh, man. What were we talking about? Oh, we were treading water. Where were we at? We were ready to do contests. Oh, that's right. Is that uh, Sean Connery? Game Pass. That That was what? Do you both have soundboards? That's not me. I didn't hear something. Uh, Corey's doing the soundboard. Yeah. If something was played, then I didn't hear it. Okay, yeah. So we were at Game Pass. uh, So that means after that, derail. It's time for contest updates. Uh, the bonus for this week is a team the fir- bonus. No, no, no. We're not there oh. yet. Yeah, we're dumbass. going in order, dummy. The first contest we're going to talk about is the Just Punch It contest from Chewy. Bomber37 has been on a tear. Yes, he has. It might be because he's literally the only one submitting these things, but he has been completing eh, games like crazy. No, I'm joking. Yeah, he just Dude. completed a game with a 10-year gap. That's crazy. It's a very That's long fine. time. To go. I don't know. You, you got to do go your research, talk. Foof. He did I... Western Press. He did the Peanuts movie Snoopy's Grand Adventure, which is just classic, I'm sure. Those are I, I, saw him I would have doubt on that, but okay. Ah, there it is. It's uh, He completed Sonic the Hedgehog. That's the 10-year gap one. We talked about that two weeks ago, Foof. Come on. Live in the now. Live in the now. I don't remember that. My bad for repeating. <laughs> All right. All right. You need to live in the now and play some Final Fantasy VII. Now. Okay. I'll see you. Bye. Talk to you next week. Don't you want to hear about my game? Sure. What game did you play? Oh, man. This game. One day someone's going to have blackmail on me with this game. Victorious Time to Shine, which is just a fantastic connected title wait victorious as in like 
the Nickelodeon. No. Game. No. I don't even know what that show is. I never watch it. It has the one chick that's a know, singer now. I don't remember on. her name. Starting to describe it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's definitely a lot of. I knew um, Nickelodeon show, and then it just drops. It's just like teenage girl show or something like that. That one I don't know. So. I first played no, this not game. iCarly. I know iCarly. That show is awesome. It looks like I first played this game in 2013. I... And then in 2016 or so, I probably got my son to help me, who would have been around six at the time. And we went through the whole game, and the last achievement did not pop. Gross. Sad. So three years went by, and then it finally showed up on random to-do list. <laughs> so I deleted my save. I deleted the cache on the 360 and tried again. And this time, it popped. Wait. So it was beginning to go through the played, whole game. Sorry. You first played this in 2013. How old's your son? Uh, he would have been three at that time. So he definitely was playing, actually, at that time. He was playing Connect. Or showing him uh, totally okay. it was him. I thought me. your son was uh, a bit younger than that. He's not I was wondering already. if it was you, you know, playing the teen girl games. Um, I mean, no, I would never. It's totally your son. Okay. We'll right. we'll, we'll let we'll say it was your we're, son. We're both guilty. The one person not playing it is the girl in the house. So anyway. She <laughs> <laughs> can't be bothered. So anyway, that qualified for just punch it. So Chewy, thanks for that wonderful competition. All right, so next contest to talk about is the Gamer Tag Challenge. Uh, go ahead, Nate. You. So uh, we've officialized the rules. I think we talked about it last week. So yeah. so we've updated the documents and made sure all the things are uh, kind of in agreement. And you'll let us know when I'm completely wrong on that. Uh, so far, we have had nine completion submissions. We haven't verified them yet. Not but bad. Already, already. It's the middle of the month. And nine people have completed it, and some of those have even gone for the Fez extra point. Um, so good job, guys! And uh, it's not too late. Keep going. There's time. Just be, just do it like the normal person, like knock it out in the fa- in the last two three days. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst when you realize, oh crap, I need an X, which is really <laughs> weird because there's no X in Freemont. I, I was, I would have went with W, but I guess <laughs> X works. Well, yeah, spelling's hard. <laughs> okay now hey you could always play x-men wolverine i heard that somewhere <laughs> you can always <laughs> wait wait is uh, that a good game that game oh <laughs> uh, bad times i heard that on a podcast somewhere doubt so now Corey, we're gonna get to g task would you like to talk about the team bonuses and whatnot so, now yeah the bonus for this week week 12 is a team bonus titled Cheesing it. You must end the scoring period having unlocked at least 6,000 gamer score as a team. That is two ACA Neo Geos apiece if you're keeping count. Or two rats. From the team side of eliminations, we have... uh, What's the team name, Kenny? Remind me. Make make GTAS great again. They have been flushed down the toilet. And that yeah, just like I don't America. Know why there's just one name on here, but that Sweet. would include the team of Decoy, Saucy Slingo, and Foo 
Boo. Cuddly. Boop. Oh, no. I'm out of G-Task. Darn it. God, I was so close. Err, angry face. How many years in a row have you let your team down? <clears throat> Individual. <laughs> <laughs> this one wasn't me. You're an albatross. That was good. This one was definitely not me. Did you try to save them? Yeah. This week? No. No, we were we were done. What what what, what are we gonna do now? Who cares? Sauce this week Saucy was on uh vacation all week. He didn't put up anything. Decoy hasn't put up anything all year. <laughs> I've I was negative a lot of points thanks to G- thanks to Gears Pop, so Screw it. Who cares? Kenny, I've been caring trust- about this since week one. So, Kenny, you trusted not one but two Patriots fans to be teammates with you. Yeah. And you know what I say about that? Patriots suck. <laughs> <laughs> For the individual Who cares? elimination. Who cares about cheats? Inc- the individuals eliminated were Shababble, Sin, Bobble. Saucy Slingo, and Reset42. Well, if anyone cares, my team, American Score Society, had to use a bonus this week. Oh, yeah. Did your team go out so, with bonuses, unused foo-foo? I have no idea. Um, we literally yes. did not care. <laughs> that is a yes. We uh, literally did not care. I actually think we used them last week just because. I will note that Br'er Tom and the Possum Folk have not used a team bonus yet. Ooh. Yeah, team name pending uh, still has not used the bonus, nor have we come up with a team name. <laughs> and that'll take us. I was going to make. Uh, so you guys are going to make a point for the bragging rights amongst the community. I was going to make a point that myself and Michelle and Toad Style Venom were all safe on the individual side, but we still had to use a bonus for the team side. So the team side, for some reason, is more competitive, it seems. That was the point eh. I was going to make. Our our, our uh, philosophy has been: you got to have over a thousand TA when you go to bed Sunday night, and then even then, and also the the bonus is two thousand. It's ridiculous. It was it moved us from under the line to one of the top teams. I'm sorry. At least a thousand TA above the drop is our is our rule. Yeah. Eh. All right. Well, that will take us to. This sound proclamation point. point. <laughs> I had proclamation it. I had it. For completions, we have Elroy OMJ, 450 completed games. That means Keep the music going. Mr. OMJ has hit a completion percentage of 70%. Also, yes. Now, how many completions do you think he got compared to the 449 to 1? Okay. Also on a completion milestone, we have Freemhole who has hit 50% completion percentage. He's a knocking. That is That's more than half. That's almost half. Right on the money for uh, half. You guys ruined it. <laughs> I'm not even going to say what I was going to say about his Sorry. Ottoman full of 360 games. Are you a pessimist or an optimist? The glass is always half full. Okay, so he got... Good job getting half your achievements done for you. Yes, good job. Hope you have a uh, a Merry Christmas. 
Kush. For achievements one, we have Carpe Adam 79 has reached a new milestone with 3,000 achievements one. High Road V2 has reached a new milestone of 7,500 achievements one. Professor Pluto has reached a new milestone of 12,500. Uh, AKA Bob Marley 21. Uh, has reached a new milestone of 20,000 achievements. It's nice to meet you, Bob. Sangrias has reached a new milestone of 49,500 achievements. Go play a hard game, Sangrias. Cheese. Yeah, <laughs> Sangrias. Jerk face, McGee. X loves you a lot. Oh, am I supposed to do streaks too? Oh, yeah, no, okay. no, uh, so no. As for st- no. No, no, I'm doing got, it. I'm doing no, it. No. It doesn't have your name. I have a thing set up. I have a bit set up. Carpe Adam 79 has reached a new milestone of 175,000 TA score. Has apologized to us all with his 400,000 TA score. Maple syrup is yummy. R56 Cooper S11 has 550,000 TA score. All right, here comes the fun stuff. Koshmos is now in the top 5,000 of the completed games leaderboard. Nicely done. That's some milestone. Wow, that's like the top 5,000. Way to go. Tropan. Mr. Tropan is in the top 2,000 of the TA leaderboard. That's pretty good. Oh, what the fuck is in the top 5,000 of the max possible completion percentage leaderboard. Kronos is in the top 1,000 of the TA leaderboard for strategy. And we have our friend Hatton32, who apparently just took every single thing he could find on TA and made a leaderboard entry for it so he could try to get on the leaderboard. He really has. <laughs> but we found two of them. He's in the top 1,000 of the TA leaderboard for cricket. Apparently that's a thing. And he's in the top 1,000 of the England leaderboard for American football, so that's hilarious. <laughs> that's ironic. <laughs> Do you have a sound clip of uh, Europeans um, drinking tea? I have this picture I can show you of Kermit drinking tea. <laughs> that meme is the worst. Is that a frog joke? Maybe. I like frogs. I like turtles. <laughs> <laughs> a quick happy birthday to Chad and Jesse, which of course is Jesse because, you know, girls are always in charge. <laughs> Her birthday was on the 16th. <laughs> Thank you, Mango. <laughs> 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 so good. Uh, a friend of the show, Matriarch, just got a Who's six. He? Uh, he's one of the Beatles. He got a six-year <laughs> achievement streak. Six years. Wow. And, and she did it with the Achievement League rookie in Gears Pop, which is to reach the first league. How ironic. That's a rookie which... streak. Streak. I don't know where I was going with that. I have no idea either. So that's a nice ratio of 2.75. That's a good achievement to get it with. And on the other hand, we had Fighter X93 Chip, a.k.a. Monstro, a.k.a. Moby Dick, has reached League Legend. <laughs> Those are whales. Keep up. Ah. Keep up. I was looking for a fish sound. <laughs> League legend 
which has been unlocked by only 230 gamers. And interestingly enough, there are other community members, such as Isrit, who got this on the 6th. He must have spent about $8,000. Probably between this and Funko Pops, he probably can't afford to eat. Funko Pops um, do add up in price. Jimbot South Korea. Oh! Akaraba. Redemption applied. That doesn't sound right. We have some really accomplished Gears Pop players in our community. Way to go, everybody. And the next section on the dock says outro. Go ahead, Kenny. Well, that'll about do it for us this week. If you guys enjoyed the show, please like and review us on your platform of choice. They have just completely destroyed my <laughs> script and are now writing Pornhub. Link is in the Discord. So apparently, Chin is putting more Pornhub links in the, in the Discord. Damn it, Chin. I guess that's a reason to join us. Wrong if, channel, Chin. If you want to join the Discord, it's discord.io slash ah101. If you would like to send us a Twitter tweet, you can do so on the Twitter. We are at Achievements101. Be sure to follow the Mixer. It's mixer.com slash ah101. I look at men all day long. Pornhub is the best. I mean, Gears Pop. <laughs> Old Man Marcus gets it on with MILFs on Pornhub. Sorry, Gmail. Sorry, team. Sorry, wretches. People stop messing with my scripts. Dag gone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ay ay ay. Look in the look in the show notes. Everything is there. Talk to you next week. See you guys. Am I the only one that every time the name Jonas is said, I think of the song? The my Jonas name, Brothers? No, my no, name is I think of the Jonas. <laughs> my name is Jonas. Bow 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 bow. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Achievement Hunting 101 Game Club for Oxenfree. I am Kronos, and for tonight's discussion, I am joined by Carpe Adam 79 Hello. Freem Hole. Hello. And PTartTX. Hey, thanks for having me back. Good to have you on board this time, from the start. We are going to be discussing more Oxenfree. If you have not heard our previous parts, you may be coming in a little confused, but hopefully you've had a chance to play through Oxenfree up to the point where we're going to be discussing if not, as a warning again, we will be discussing this game in depth, so there will be spoilers. Uh, I recommend that you play the game first, but hopefully we will give you some entertaining insights into the game as we go. Last week, we discussed our option where we were going to save Ren or figure out what was happening with Ren and try and meet up with him. And we took a path past a lake and met up with Nona briefly, eventually met up with Ren, and sent them both, essentially, back to Harden Tower, while we decided then to go on and try to rescue Clarissa, which was our other choice when we left the tower the first time around, which is where I had chosen to go first, but the three of you had all chosen to go save Ren, so we went with that path first, and now you're going to get to see what I saw. Uh, so this path of Clarissa requires us to go to Fort Milner, uh, and we've just, in your situation, we've just left the woods and have walked across the bridge into Fort Milner, and it's going to be much the same at this point. Even though this is a different path, it really is just about the order. Some of the things that happen are going to feel different for you than they did for me. 
such as the things that felt different for me when we were going around on Rensloop would feel different for you because you saw that first and I was seeing it second. But ultimately, this doesn't change as much. And that was another, a question you guys had last time. How much does this actually affect things? The answer is not too much, but it affects you in the mind. So I want to talk to you guys and see how it went for you. What were your experiences as you came into Fort Mill? So if I get this... Yeah, it was creepy. If I get this, if I understand this correctly, then Kronos, you as coming in the other way, you would have entered at the bottom by the cafeteria at the base of that Correct. lighthouse thing, and the three of us came in through the top yes. and uh, and crossed the you know the cliffside on our way over there. I tried to go up, and I went right past the door that you're eventually going to go through. We'll come back to that in a second. And I walked all the way around, and I tr- got to the path where you guys came in from, and I was trying to open that up, and it wouldn't open. So it is open for you. It would not open for me. That's funny because I I saw the I mean the door you go through I saw it too and I completely ignored it because it's like well there's this big dumb lighthouse here with this red light like clearly that's my thing I got to do something here first yeah <laughs> yeah I went there first mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's a little more obvious to you guys because you've done this a couple of times now you've had this thing keying you in that oh this is the thing I need to do this is the game mechanic. I hadn't had that. I'd had the one experience in the cave, and then I came right here. So I'm sitting around in Fort Miller saying, That's a good point. Heck? Where am I supposed to yeah, go? we had the gondola. I, I know I'm supposed to go find Clarissa, and she's over here somewhere. Yeah, so you had the gondola, you were saying. And it's the, uh, the, the solution was, of course, that you take your radio out at the light, and you use the radio to tune into the red light the way you always do. And I figured it out eventually. But it, it took me a good five or six minutes of wandering around that screen in Fort Milner to figure it out on my own. But having had that experience on the other side, the second loop, no matter which way you go, is a little bit easier. You're familiar with the game mechanics now. So the light talks to you. Oh, I don't even remember that. Yeah, it sings to you in the radio style. It gives you the radio broadcast and tells you something interesting might be happening soon. It's not nearly as creepy as the rest of the, the conversations go on, but it does give you that notice that you know this is still something strange and outside the ordinary. Usually... As we discussed earlier, you tuning the radio does not have these kinds of effects, but it does start bringing that right That's up. That's interesting because, like, I was messing around with the radio the whole time. I, I hadn't clued in on those rock stacks. So I was just pulling my radio up wherever, listening to music, finding the talk radio station, listening to whatever. So I probably heard that. and was just like, eh, yeah, okay, more background noise, whatever, and just completely tuned it out. What did they say? Did, did uh, you, did, uh, you know, Pitard or, or Carpe, did you glean anything from that i i completely glossed over it yeah i don't even remember i'm also struggling to remember if it's the point where i'm thinking it is where you're in that one lower room and it has that overhanging red light i just remember it being super super creepy because i was sitting in my living room in the dark playing this alone and i was getting like super like creeped out like you know hair standing (laughs) up on the back of my neck no, this is before that. No, we're talking Kronos, about what are, when you yeah. first when you first yeah, get there, right? Say? And there's that red light, and you've got the door on the right, but then there's also a door on the left. If yeah. you walk past the door, it sort of makes a sound, letting you know that's where you're supposed to be going. And if you try it, it's it, it says the something along the lines of it's not block, uh, locked, but it's like it's blocked. You can't open it, and uh, it becomes opened when you trigger this lighthouse or water tower event. It's just radio snippets, but it doesn't really have a whole lot in. I didn't write this one down because it wasn't all that interesting. Okay. But it, it's just that little extra thing. And we'll get to uh, the thing that Pitar was talking about in a couple of minutes because that's where we're going to spend a fair bit of time, I think. Oh. That that sequence was pretty intense. Oh, boy. Yeah, that, that's another puzzle puzzle in this game that I solved without realizing I was solving a puzzle. Yeah, for sure. I've had a few of those experiences, but it's fine. 
No, in some cases, that's great because you feel super smart for it. <laughs> well, it's not even that. I think we're just so attuned to being like the gamer mind is just like, OK, well, you know, here's a mechanic I think can progress the story. Like we're just so invested in the story that we completely overlook the game mechanics that are happening because we're just firing on an autopilot. It's like, oh, yeah, okay, you know, just, like if you're playing a first-person shooter, you're like, aim down sight, pull the trigger, here we go. And, you know, you're operating on another level. So I think as, you know, gamers like we are, we're experiencing this story so much more deeply because we don't have to think about, okay, how do I solve this? Because it's just coming to us, you know, because yeah. they're, not, they're not overly difficult puzzles until you get to the game of Hangman. We'll get to that. <laughs> we will get to the game of Hangman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Before we get to Hangman, uh, Jonas gets himself stuck in a room. You know, I go in, we, we get through the door. He, the very next screen, we're exploring that. And he goes into a room, and he gets himself locked inside, and we have to free him. Well, he chases Clarissa yeah, inside, doesn't he? Some along the way. Yeah, like, well, he we, thinks it's Clarissa. Yeah. We saw something. Yeah, we yeah, saw so. something run past. I thought it was Clarissa. I mean, it was like, oh, there she is. But, like, she looked weird. Like, like she was, like, kind of grayish. And I was like, what the hell, you know... Where's she going? What's going on? And I thought, oh, well, maybe because Nona had seen us before and was all freaked out that Clarissa is like, oh, who are these? Like, oh, I'm freaked out because, you know, Alex is here. Look out. She was crazy before. And so I just kind of passed it off. And then Jonas goes taken off. And it's like, oh, well, given the conversation that we've started to have with Jonas about Clarissa, I'm starting to think like, man, what's your deal with her? And then when he ran off, I'm like, "Oh, you so want to try to hook up, you son of a!" I, I don't, I don't. Tr- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I- and some of the conversation uh, in that sequence and then the next scene, there he's uh, Alex is really grilling him on that. Is why are you so interested in Clarissa? Are you trying to date her too? Yep. So he, he's she's right there with you. Yeah, I picked up on that as well. And it'd be weird, like each of her brothers dating Clarissa. Yeah. That'd be yeah. Weird. I didn't. I didn't put that together till like right this second but you're right that is kind of gross <laughs> is it more or less gross than when we were trying to think that maybe we would date him hey at this point <laughs> that at is that true. point Honestly, i, that I didn't know but now like the cat's out of the bag everybody knows he's just being I a mean, creeper everyone's on board with all of this information <laughs> i mean i know some people or, in the south yeah, are okay with that boy. <laughs> no 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 no, no. <laughs> we go in there <laughs> So when when I saw Jonas in the door, I mean, so predominantly is that picture, uh, there's like a poster, there's two posters on the wall, with the walkie-talkie and the lock, the open lock. And it's like, yep, yeah. okay, well, there's some sort of voice it's mechanism really here. It's really for you. Oh, yeah, it's unbelievable. And it's like, okay, well, so I, I can't interact with this here. Uh, let me go up and, and take a look at this upper room or whatever. And that's... Is, is that's kind of where things start? I'm trying to remember when the mirror comes into play because you walk past it the first time and you're like, oh, that's pretty cool. There's the mirror. But I had a little bit of knowledge of like the mirror thing. And so I kind of knew what to expect. And so I was waiting for the mirror thing to happen. And it didn't happen right then. Nope. Totally didn't. It's going to happen in a minute or two, but it didn't happen right then. So you, you climb up the stairs, you get into the other room. And you, you find some equipment that gives you some information, pieces together the puzzle, what you need to do. And Jonas is yammering at you the entire time. He's taking on Ren's job here of being the motor mouth. Yeah. And uh, you walk back down to open the door with your trusty radio again. And this time, as you walk past the mirror, what happened? Is this where you take the photo in the mirror? 
No, before that. No, the photo's after okay. you open the door back up and Jonas comes out, but you walk past it first and... He, and Something happens. You're going to talk to yourself. I'm just trying to remember. I just... The photo yeah, stood I, out so much to me, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah, because there was that entity in the reflection. Yep. Like, I, I, I remember there being a conversation, but I don't remember the specifics of the conversation. So, did you guys see the gamer tag pop across? Yes. Mine was uh, Castle Will Kill. Okay. I know that guy. Or person. I don't even know if it's a guy or yeah, no. he It's a guy. He's from another yeah. podcast, I, I believe. I recall that name. Petard, who, who is on yours? Anybody we know? I don't know. I didn't okay. know I was supposed to pay attention to that. Mine was Narcissist <laughs> Code. Uh, and and I the, the reason that was strange to me is because... Just being on the Zed to Zed podcast, I would get a lot of friend requests. And so there's a lot of people that I game with and people that I don't necessarily know. A lot of people I joined up through Destiny Clans. And so this Narcissist Code is a person that I don't regularly game with. But I get the notifications when they pop up on my, my screen. And this happened to be the last person to sign in that triggered the notification on my screen. Because it happened like three minutes before this event. And so I'm wondering, like, is it the last person to sign in? And that's how the, you know, seeing behind the curtain of how which gamer tag pops I honestly up? don't know how it selects. That's a clever idea. I don't know cuz I don't get I don't get pop-ups of people okay. signing in unless they're on my favorites list and I don't have very many of those. But um he's I didn't even realize I was <laughs> friends with him <laughs> on Xbox to be honest. I don't remember if I've played anything with him sure. or not. If I have it was a long time yeah. ago. But is there a point to that? Yes. There is a point to that, and we'll come back to that a little bit later on. But um, okay. now that we're talking about the gamer tag and the gamer tag talking to you in this mirror, I want to bring us back to what I promised we'd talk about last week when we were discussing the, the, the Alex who was talking to us in the lake. Yeah. The Alex who's talking to us in the lake is another example of this. It's another person with a gamer tag over their head. However, frequently you can't see the gamer tag because the ripple effects on the water make it illegible. Oh, I didn't even. Yeah. Oh. Interesting. Uh, I wish I have a recording of that. But it's the same mechanic being used. Yeah. I wonder who it was. So is the reflection that you're seeing somehow something that the other person did causing it to say what it says? Yes. Oh. Ooh. Next level. Yeah. That's this, cool. The game doesn't just pull the gamer tag. And I don't know how it pulls the gamer tag, you know, or how it even starts. The first person who plays this game, how do they have an experience? Sure. But now that enough people have played it, it pulls somebody from your friends list who has played it and tells you something that they chose in their game. I'm trying to even think of Eight. when this happened, though, because the, the, the comment that it made to me was, don't let Jonas talk to his mother. It was the option I, I, I... Yes, this one is about Jonas and his yeah, mother. Yeah, and it said, don't let Jonas talk to his mother. And it's like, okay... Narcissist Code told you not to let Jonas talk to his mother. Yeah. Rogue1992, who is, who spoke to me, told me the exact opposite. He said, when the time when the opportunity comes up, let Jonas talk to his mother. It's the same situation that happened during the lake. And I responded the same way. Jonas's mom is dead. <laughs> Like, she gone. Exactly. So, yeah, you're exactly right. You know, how can we make Mike break up with Clarissa or not? How can we let Jonas talk with his mother or not? Those people are all dead. We're not going to have further interactions with them. Or, or know, are Jonas we? Or Clarissa won't. Oh. 
Or are we? <laughs> bum, bum, bum. So that freaks Alex out a little bit. I freaked out Brandon. Let's she walks fair. forward. She opens up the door. <laughs> and uh, she lets Jonas out and has an opportunity to tell him about his experience, the experience with the mayor. Did you tell Jonas what happened or did you keep it to yourself? I kept it to myself. Because at this point, I was kind of getting, I was kind of getting pissed at Jonas. Like he was, he was kind of getting on my nerves. And so I was like, you know what? No, I he, he's doing his own thing. He's all interested in Clarissa. I'm taking this with me. I don't know what's going on, but he's not helping. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure this out on my own by myself. How about you, Adam? I think my response was more of the, you know, okay, something weird's happening again. Whatever the option was, it was something like that. So I, I mentioned that something had happened, but I don't think it was like a specific about what it was. Yeah, and I believe my choice was exactly the same as uh, Adam's. Because I've always been trying to bond with Jonas in my playthrough, you know, be like the nice sister. So just trying to be open yeah. and upfront with him. So uh, I believe I did share. I'm not sure if I got down into the deep sp- specifics. I did give the specifics. I said, hey, the mirror just talked to me, or whatever that choice was. And so the fact that Jonas then wants to go and interact with the mirror himself was very in keeping because I had told him what had happened. You guys didn't give him as much information, and I know that he's going to go, and eventually he's going to take the photo of the mirror, as we've discussed a little bit already. Yeah. Right. How, did, how did he express that to you, that he was going to take a photograph of the mirror for you guys? I don't remember. I also can't remember the specifics, because I think... Was was he just taking a selfie or something? I thought it was along the lines of like rock star hero or he, it's something about thanking her for rescuing him and taking a picture to celebrate the moment. Yeah, cool. Okay. Yeah, that kind of sounds that sounds familiar. Yeah. Of yeah, more more of yeah, a, a commemoration thing, not like a hey, let's let's try and see what's going on. Right. Because I have told him already that this has happened, and because we've got creepy things happening on the the island, I tell him that it's something creepy has happened with a mirror, and he's like, cool, let's take a photo of it and see what happens. And I'm like, that's a really bad idea, Jonas. Why are you doing this? That's not the experience you guys have, where you can berate him for bad decision-making, because, you know, he doesn't have any ill intent, yeah. really. But trying to take a photograph of these guys... Why would you want to do well, but that? Even in the other pictures, like during at the lake scene and uh, where's the other picture? Like you could see the glowing red eyes in the background. Like they're there. Yep. So so things are getting, I mean, they're creeped out. Like, so, I mean, he kind of already knows this is happening. So me just to say like, yeah, no, things are weird. Whatever. Let's go. But this picture was more than red eyes. Like you oh, saw, this one, at least in, this mine, one in the mirror yeah. was significant. Yes, like full entity. There's a thing. Like yes. Yeah. 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 When you see the photo, you can definitely tell there is something right. there, and it does not look friendly. Okay, so now is a moment for me to bring up something that's pretty cool as well. After the photo is taken. You don't get to see the photo right away. Nope. You have to change the scene, and then the photos are the scene transition right. images that the game uses. Right. So you see it as you're changing scenes. But as soon as the photo is taken, you can see more red eyes oh, up, throughout the entirety of the background. For sure. Up in the uh, – there's that, that staircase that went to that upper room, and just above that staircase, kind of in that, that little background area there, the little red eyes come floating around. And then I thought there was some down to the left too, like at the bottom of the second set of stairs, kind of where you said, said something yep. about the classroom. Like, oh, I can't believe they left that like that. 
or they everything it's it's creepy that this was all staged like this and the little red with all the handprints no that's in the next scene but Hampers yeah, but they were like oh, they were like okay. school desks or a cafeteria or something. Uh, but there were some eyes down there too at the bottom of the steps, and it was like, dude, there's these eyeballs all over the place. Gosh, I don't remember the eyeballs everywhere. Me. Well, because do. they don't they don't necessarily look. I mean, you remember the picture? They don't necessarily look like eyes per se, but they're those like they almost look like sideways candle flames. You know, because they're that just they're very subtle. yeah they're they're just this little kind of like red tinge, and you're almost like, is that like a firefly? Is that like a but they're Equally spaced, pointing in opposite directions, and it's like, N- no, that that's like the bridge of a nose. Like there's, <laughs> they're they're following some sort of pattern of where you know a an entity's eyes would be. Yeah, I definitely noticed the sprinkling of the eyes as well. And Peter, I was in the same boat as you doing this. This playthrough was at like eleven thirty at night in my house with my headphones uh, in the dark, and I was you know sitting on my couch with my kitchen and entryway all behind me. So if anyone wanted to come and creep me out like uh, Cronus's wife, that would have been the opportunity. I would have <laughs> flipped out. It, it, the game, we've mentioned this before, but the game does an amazing job of getting under your skin, not with jump scares or any of the usual techniques, but with just this completely chilling atmosphere. Yeah. Uh, the atmospherics in this game are astounding. There's like so heavy. It's like I, I remember it, multiple instances of where I was sitting there and experiencing this and just like looking around of like looking around my room and just saying, I, OK, I'm still here in reality. Right. Like this, like I just trying to ground myself and say, OK, this is just a game. You just you're all right. Let's keep playing. And, you know, I'm almost <laughs> it's just one sentence pep talk, but just, hey. This is you're you're having fun. Remind yourself you're having fun. <laughs> I actually had to do the same thing. I had to pause, like, okay, look around yeah. my living room, like, okay, that's not there's actually no going on. There's no like <laughs> Yeah, there's no red lights, there is no random, like scary yep. uh radio recordings and that tuning yeah. noise. Oh yeah. When you tune the radio to make those triangles, oh that really like It's haunting. Yeah. Haunting. Yes. Are you guys actually having fun? Is this still fun for you? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, I, yeah. I'm just worried when my dog comes down with his little collar and, like, he's going to do it at some point, and I'm going to be real unhappy when he does because I'm going to possibly pee my pants. I don't know. <laughs> for me, it's the, the mystery. It's just the mystery of yeah. it all, you know, because I, I like – sci-fi type stories and this to me has a has kind of you know not like a real in your face so much but it's more just like a paranormal type of thing going on and just trying to dig through all of the clues that we get along the way and trying to figure out what this means and how it all fits together like a puzzle i have ideas of what might be going on but i still don't really know and that's what's kind of keeping me with it is i want to know what is going on to keep with that puzzle analogy Um, it's like you know typically when you start a puzzle i I don't know for you but this is for me you make the frame and you fill in the middle but this game feels like you're starting in the middle and you don't know how big it's gonna get you're just adding pieces from this middle thing and you're like at some point this is gonna turn into a picture i know it will but I'm really excited as I keep putting these pieces down and fitting them all in here and just getting an idea of what the hell's going on. Mm-hmm. And the, the game has been fun because we're talking about obviously like kind of like the scare, horror, like terror factor. 
but it's not like that game is at that level all the time. You know, there's a reprieve from that. There's a good, mm-hmm. you know, splash of humor and some interesting dialogue. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's not like intense, scary all the time. So I'm glad right. it's not like it goes between the two ends. It's not constant one scary or not scary at all. Although we get to a scary part here. Oh, yeah. The scary part's got to go oh, up next. next yes. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned your dog coming in uh, needing to be taken on a walk would maybe make you pee your pants. Jonas in our next scene has had it with a uh, lack of bathroom breaks. Oh yeah. And <laughs> there's been no bathroom. He just, he's like, I'm sorry, but I have to do this. And he just whips it out and starts peeing on the floor. Like, dude, you were just outside. <laughs> what the hell is this? We were just outside. Yeah, this is exactly what Pete Tart was just saying. Where like this type of thing totally diffuses the situation. You know, it, it, it's perfectly timed. It's perfectly paced. You are freaked out, and all of a sudden, you get to watch a boy urinate on your TV. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, no, these are just kids, and they, you know, we're, we're okay. It's a safe place. It's a safe place. Like, it, it, you're going through this roller coaster, uh, and they're, they're pacing it so well. It is, it is remarkable. It does end up being a bit of humor uh, because he says something along the lines of, yeah, the the acoustics are really carrying it yep. because he's trying to be a, more discreet, but it's, it's kind of loud. It's kind of obvious that he's taking a whiz there. Yep. And, you know, I'm thinking, well, if, if the acoustics are carrying, what else is carrying, guy? I don't want to have any part of this. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was thinking that he was going to tick those entities off and they were going to do something because he's peeing in their house that crossed my mind maybe that's why he's the target that crossed my mind too of like oh you're defiling these people's homes yeah (laughs) what if those eyeballs were sitting right down there you would have hit them right in the face (laughs) (laughs) I was just uncomfortable because like we're saying I'm sitting there watching my brand new stepbrother just whip it out and pee right in front of me (laughs) I say I have a brother, and my entire life he has never done that in front of me. Thank goodness. It's not a normal behavior. I, I think that would be uh, a thing that would give me concern about someone's judgment. Uh, yeah. Did you guys stay relatively close to him, or did you walk away? Like I rem- I walked all the way to the door. Like I was trying to get as far away from him as possible. I was like, I'm uncomfortable by this. Alex doesn't want to see this, and we're already, like I said, having some issues with Jonas right now. So this is the last thing I need. And so I tried to get as far away from him as possible. Uh, I did as well. I went as far left on the side of the screen because I'm sorry, I didn't want to see. Oh, you went left. I went other right. regions. <laughs> yeah, I tried to go through that door. <laughs> other regions. <laughs> Yeah, the, the door you just come through, which you cannot go through anymore. It locks as you come back through it. Yeah, I that's I went over there. I was like, oh, I can't go back out the door. <laughs> I got stuck in this room for a while, actually, because you go through the window in the end. And for whatever reason, I just couldn't figure out how to get through the window. I'm at the window, pressing the button, jump through the window or whatever, and it's not responding. And so I'm just getting more and more upset because in my mind, you know, I'm Alex here in this room stuck in this creepy situation and it's full of urine <laughs> it just makes it that much worse that i was stuck in that room we uh we get out of the room we go down the escape ladder or whatever it is so we can get around and there we see clarissa one more time and she's running into the next building we call out to her and she just doesn't respond she's just completely ignoring us like we don't mm-hmm. exist yet so again this just plays into me thinking she 
has seen us before and is creeped out like no one I was. Like that that was yeah, my my brain path on this one. To me it almost it's like we're not entirely in the same plane of existence, so she doesn't even know we're mm. there. Maybe. That's and totally to valid. Me, she just looked off. She does look a little off, doesn't she? Yeah, I I don't know. To me it almost seemed like she had like that grayish reddish glow yeah. of like when the others like were the, possessed by those right. entities. Like the color was sucked out of her. Do you remember what color clothes Clarissa was wearing? On the beach? Yeah, on the beach. I Isn't thought it, it was red? like like was she oh, She was wearing some red. I I all I remember was like black, white and gray. I don't remember any color, so that's why when I seeing her here, I was just like, "Oh, that's just emo Clarissa being her moody old self." Yeah, Clarissa is our red character in this. She wears a lot of red. Her text is in red if you have subtitles on. Her name is in red uh, when she's the one speaking. So she's red. Uh, the Clarissa who's running along here, she's still got red coloration, but it seems to be, at least to me, subdued. Yeah, yeah, it's not as vibrant as the red that was on the beach when she was wearing it. And this building with that gigantic mural on the side of it, that seemed a little ostentatious. Yeah, the the Tony the Tiger. Yeah, yeah, very much of like you you know that would be on your B fifty two bomber, the side of your plane. Yeah, the entire island feels like it's basically surplus from World War Two at this point. Yeah, hundred percent. We chase her into the building, and she's gone again. Unsurprising at this point. And this is where we come into that game of Hangman we've mentioned before. So the people who have played the game know what we're talking about. But uh, for someone who has not as familiar with the game or has forgotten it somehow i can't imagine how you would forget this portion tell me what happened adam one thing i i I wanted to to say before that though is it was just hitting me this whole thing with clarissa looking different and i'm thinking that this is one of those situations again where we're seeing something maybe from the past so maybe this is a time that Clarissa was there at, on the island before, and we're seeing that Clarissa, not the one that's there like an now. echo or something? Maybe. That's kind of where I'm going with, was kind of leaning with sure. that. That's but um, on the whole hangman thing, when when everything goes upside down... Well, so what happens when you open the door? T- what, I mean, let, explain the room. Talk about the room, because that is very... It is, it is. Oh, the handprints everywhere? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah, you mentioned the handprints right away. It was so creepy. I mean, they just stand out just like a sore thumb. Really, oh yeah, so bright. And the only bit of white in the, the whole room. I don't remember exactly when it happens, but like when when more handprints start hitting the wall, <laughs> that really made made my that hair stand That was after the game, wasn't it? That was That's prop, after the game. But so, yeah. it starts off with about seven handprints. I think I counted on the chalkboard, and you know, it's, it's like someone took chalk residue and made a handprint out of it, but it also looks like it could have been paint, honestly. So they, it's like kids had put their uh, their hands on it, and that looks really cute. I didn't see cute at all, <laughs> no. No, not there was no cute factor. None, none whatsoever, <laughs> not in that setting. It, no. It's funny because, like, <laughs> you know, again, Yikes. you're in a classroom setting, so I assume kids, but given the scope of the, the image, like, how small your character is, like... It's hard to tell size. I mean, they very well could be an adult classroom with adult hands, but because of a classroom setting, like, I immediately think kids. And because I thought kids, that made it even more creepy. 
<laughs> like, like for some reason, kid ghosts are way worse than adult ghosts in my head. Yeah, the kid tropes in horror movies are always the terrifying ones. They're the you know, worst. The twins so, or the blonde-haired, blue-eyed kids that yeah. just stare into oh, your soul. Oh, gosh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that amped up the tension quite a bit. So the uh, the the urination scene has, has is long in the past now. I am at full alert and very much freaked out again. It's about to get worse. Mm-hmm. So something falls onto the roof. Sounds like it might be like corrugated steel. And Alex has a chance to play it off as it's just a bird, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't. I I don't. I wasn't buying it. No. <laughs> yeah, maybe like a, a, a an airplane bird. And there's the lamp. That bright red bulbed lamp that tells us what we need to do. Fire up that radio, baby. Ah, oh, so eerie. So when we fire up the the radio, the entities are talking to us, mm-hmm. and they want to play a game. We we've seen how playful they are on the other bloop, and now we're seeing it again here. They want to play a game of hangman, and maybe because Jonas peed on the floor, you know, Jonas is going to be our hangman. Yeah. Uh, the, the game is three questions long. How many questions did you guys get right? I only Zero. got one right. I was bad. I wasn't that bad. Sorry, Pitart. I, I, I at least got one right. <laughs> I got the cookies question right. I, I would have had all three right, but when it went upside down, I wasn't sure if I was still supposed to select oh. <laughs> my button based on the quadrants it was in or based on yeah, the, the reverse. So I picked, I guessed the wrong one. I got it wrong. I was like, Dang it, I knew the answer. So I would have gotten them all right. Is that an achievement for getting no, them all right? No, that is not an achievement. Oh, that's shocking that it's not. If it had been a different game, that easily could have been an achievement, and that would have been a good achievement to have had in there. But this game has relatively few achievements, yeah. and they're all pretty straightforward. Uh, a lot of them are collectible-based, a lot of them are at the end of the game. There's really only two that are independent of those kinds of things, and that's the slapping wren that we mentioned and the one that Adam mentioned last week for jumping the chasm. Is Are, all, are the questions always the same? The three questions? The questions are always the same. So it's always cook- cookies. So where do you find the school name? I nev- I have no idea where that came from. I guessed. Was, I it, was it written no, somewhere? No, 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 no. No, that, that came up somewhere. Okay, so they said it at some point? I th- was it? Yeah. I think it was one of the, the things around the, around the island where there's certain areas where you can turn on your radio and you, to a certain channel and you can hear, like, history. Okay. I think I think that's where I got it from. Gotcha. I had no I clue. Right. I mean, that, so I was just total shot in the dark. The, uh, the number of deaths I actually had listened to during, you know, I had, I had turned on that radio broadcast to hear the loop, and I actually heard it, but the, the answer I did was the number of officer deaths of 12 versus the people deaths of 85 or whatever. And so, like, I heard the right number. Right, I no, just I, They're asking for— I just yeah. picked the wrong one. They're asking for officer deaths, which was the 85. And I was saying that the total number was 97 because you yeah. had 12 passengers who yep. were civilians. That's right. And so since 97 wasn't on the board, I was freaking out. I got that one wrong because I said, well, it's it's none of these because 97 yeah. is not there. So therefore, I select 53, which was another incorrect answer. So I didn't know you had all this extra information just playing the radio whenever. So hence my uh, big old goose egg that I got on that one. Um <laughs> Same with Adam. I did know the second one, but I selected the wrong one because of being upside down. And yeah, I remember pause it because that was that was the cook the the cookies one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the cookies yeah. one. I remember pausing for an inordinate amount of time because it was upside down, and I'm like, okay, up, and, and like almost to the point where like I'm looking at my controller and I'm like, 
do I flip it upside down? Like, what what am I doing here? Right. <laughs> That's where I was, too. So, yeah, for the same reasons, because I got that one wrong, because it was upside down, and because I got the number of officers wrong, I only got one correct, my initial playthrough on this one. So uh, that played into how the rest of this scene went for me. Uh, we finished the game of Hangman. However many you get right or wrong, the uh, the game proceeds, and the entities are unhappy with your performance, even if you get all three of them right. you know They say that they're happy, but they're clearly not based on their ex- uh, activities. Mm-hmm. Jonas is doing what Ren did last time for you guys, and what I am seeing for the first time ever at this point, and it is terrifying. Right. Because he's a ragdoll with the red eyes, and it's late at night, and it's dark in the room, and I'm alone, and my wife's about to jump scare me. It is all kinds of creepy. So I'm trying to remember if do, does the entity prompt you for a response? Because I, I wrote down my response, but I forgot how I got there. Do you have any insight on that, Cronus? Which which response? Uh, I, I need a little more detail on this one. So the, the response that I, I gave them, or I, it was a question to them, and I, I asked, are you the dead officers? Okay. So I can't remember the context with which that came up, but that was my choice. Thinking like, okay, clearly there's more than one entity here, and we just had a question about you know the officers and the the people who had died on this submarine accident, um, and and so th- that was my response there. But I don't remember the events that led up to that very specific answer. That's gonna that's gonna be part of the conversation that's about to occur, I think. And if my recollection is correct, to that question, they respond. We are the sunken ones. So they basically affirm that they are, uh, in fact, the officers of that sunken submarine. Okay. Who boy. I would say, because at the end, when I answered all those questions wrong, I thought I was insta-killing Jonas. And I was like, <laughs> yes. holy It sure crap. feels that way. <laughs> Did I just kill him? But, okay, phew, he's just possessed. He's not dead. <laughs> he's just oh, possessed. He's just possessed. <laughs> What a relief. <laughs> we can fix this. We've seen this before, or you guys have. Yeah. So we got to radio him. We got we to gotta pull out the triangles to save Jonas here. And when we do the triangle thing, and with the controller vibrating and that wonderful audio effect that occurs, just making us very uncomfortable, the end result is that conversation with the entity that always comes. Freem, you had mentioned that in your discussion, you had that opportunity to query who they were. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some of the other things that can come up, why are you here? Or what do you want? Some really interesting answers on these. Why are you here? What a question. Never left. That's their response. What do you want? I love this one. This is just, just, it's creepy, but it fits into so many things that are a part of me. What do you want? I bet it says to go home or something like time. that. Time. Just time. Huh. Oof, that gives me chills. And then in the middle of it, there's a recitation of poetry. We are an island race, and throughout all time, the sea has ruled our breaks. But be wary, young ones. There will be other ships and other souls to sail them. There's also a conversation about why are you doing this to, you, to, this to us or something like that, and why should we care if we are doing this right in the back of the hangman? <laughs> Do you think that we want this? We don't want this. Nobody would want what we have. 
That's messed up. So they are definitely, <clears throat> excuse me, they are they're talking to us and giving us a lot of insight into both who they are and some of their motivations, some of the things that we've really been growing to suspect already, but we still don't know the methodology that they're trying to carry it out with. Um, and now that the conversation is done and Jonas comes back, we can move forward and, and restart our quest, shaken once more, but maybe go find Clarissa and, and figure out what we're going to do next. So when does the chalkboard get populated by more hands that just pepper the board? Yeah, that's at the end of the, the Hangman game. Yeah. Oh, my God, that creeped it's me out. Because it's just, it animates because like you, so Because like you said, Pizzart, I, I assume, what, right, when you answer zero right and I get one right... You know, I, w- I would have been a different story had I gotten all three right. But, like, the fact that it was, like, like you said, the handprints show up and you're like, oh, I just killed Jonas. Awesome. There we go. Game over. I tried to count how many handprints show up in the end, and I had a really hard time because there is a lot of them. And it's it's not in neat lines that make counting easy. And they're small enough that on the screen it's, it's hard to count. But it's somewhere between 70 and 80 hands are added. Uh, so it, it could be right. very well that you have... 75, 85 hand prints on the blackboard by the end. Man. Um, is that number significant? Because you said the, you said the, what is it, 85? 85? 85 is the significance. Yeah, 85 is the number of souls that were lost. 85 is the officers yeah. who are lost. It's not the total number of souls who are lost because there were the 12 passengers. That's right, didn't it? Uh, but the 85 lost seem to be the most insistent. They are very focused on who they are. They're officers and they're maybe a little haughty and they're upset about this whereas the passengers are just this afterthought which i find to be interesting uh i don't know if that's a correct reading but it's definitely how i feel the game is talking about it or at least the entities are talking about it to me through their conversations Mm -hmm. sure we kind of get the the sense of that with the whole island where you know you listen to all the flavor text about the military part of it and and you could see how that would be you know oh yeah these are just tourists or these are just family or these are just you know they're not us the brotherhood of this military complex because you get that i just all over i get in this vibe of you know hey we're a tight-knit group on this you know we're in this isolated military base we were all on a submarine together we're you know it's a tight tight group and, and so that totally makes sense. Back in our first episode, I asked you guys about subtitles. Are you still playing with subtitles on now that you've turned it on? Were you playing through this section with subtitles on? Yeah, I'm definitely doing the subtitles now. Uh, I have subtitles as well. I have no subtitles at all. Still playing blind. I was playing with subtitles, and I noticed that the subtitles are categorizing the entity now most of the time as the ghosts. But a couple of times, it's not. It's got the triple question mark is talking to us. And that was a little confusing to me. Is this, this, did they make a mistake in giving me the name of the ghosts of ghosts too early? Or are there multiple entities, again, speaking to us, and some of them we know are ghosts, and some of them we don't know who they are yet? Um, I also wanted to point out that when the ghosts are talking to us, either in the question mark form or as ghosts, uh, I mentioned that Clarissa is red and Alex is this teal. Uh, the ghosts are a deep green. So they're, they, when they're talking to us, they're in a deep green color. And I think that's uh, important for our next scene. Not for me, it's not. <laughs> we walk up the stairs uh, to 
get to the next area and presumably this is where that noise happened right i mean that that we heard you're kind of climbing to the top of the roof there i'm expecting to find some sort of catastrophe well we get something similar to a catastrophe we get yet another time loop Mm -hmm. we've you guys have seen the time loops before this is actually the first time that I, in my playthrough, experienced a time loop. So I didn't know what this was yet. Uh, so it was a surprising thing to me. We get into the time loop, and we have this thing where it is immediately apparent to us that something has changed, but not what it is. Uh, this is where we're going, and we're opening the door into the room where Clarissa should be. So we go in, and Clarissa is in there, kind of. It we find Clarissa has hung herself. And then we pop back out, and we have to tell Jonas to prepare himself, or um, we can choose not to tell him. You know, it's, it's, it's up to us. We can walk in again, and, and she's gone this time. And we walk in again, and, and it's just over and over, we're going through this process of, of dealing with trying to get to the, the radio to find out if we can contact anybody, and the ghosts are playing with us, presumably, through this time loop. How is this time loop experience for you? You know, Freem, you mentioned that you were expecting something terrible. Finding Clarissa hung, that sounds pretty terrible. Oh, I do. I don't... I'm trying... I don't recall that even happening. That definitely happens. I'm not sure it definitely happens. I I think it definitely happens, but maybe I'm wrong. Okay. My, My notes get very sparse at this point because I am invested. Um, And so what I have written is is a Clarissa dying thing. Yeah. But it's not a hanging. Yeah. That come the, the other one is going to come in a second. Well, the last of the time loops. Okay, that's what I, that's what I thought. And so I don't remember this hanging yeah, thing. Yeah, she's she's hung the very first time in and then we pop back out right away. So you may not even have seen her because the time loop happens very very quickly there, but she's definitely there and she's definitely hung. Okay. Yeah, I don't recall. So we come in and Clarissa is standing at the window. In fact, on top of the windowsill, uh, on the outside. Oh, yeah. And she's talking to us, and if you give her a long enough period of time, she will tell you a couple of interesting things, and she concludes her statement with, again, that last line of that poem. There will be other ships and other souls to sail them. And at that point, if you have not walked towards her, and she concludes that, she throws herself off the windowsill. And if you try to walk towards her, as soon as you start walking towards her, she throws herself off. And she plummets, and we pan down as she falls and watch her hit the oh, concrete. Yeah. She is definitely dead in front of that door. Like, there is a body in front of that door. Yeah, that horrified. On the emotional scale, this was like a 12 for me. You know, this was so intense. Yeah, she still had that, that coloration. So, like, you could tell it wasn't, to me, it wasn't Clarissa, but it was, like, the the ghosts essentially threw her off. Like, I didn't think that was Clarissa's choice to kill herself. Like, I, I thought she was clearly possessed, and that the ghosts essentially made her throw herself. And, yeah, I initially, like, I was, yeah, it was messed up. I actually had to pause there for a second, because, yeah, emotions were, like, very high watching that scene, but... After that happened, though, I was debating, I'm like, was that the real Clarissa? Like, I know she's possessed, but there's been copies of people around the island. Is that, is she truly dead? I don't know, because there's other dead people talking to us. So, I don't know. That's kind of what I thought at that point. Yeah, it's, that was one of those moments that was, 
a jaw-dropping type of a situation where it's like, did that really just happen? And that's the part I'm struggling with is I'm not sure what's real and what's not because because things will happen and you'll think, okay, so so this definitely happened and then the person disappears, right? Like, so was this just in my head? Was this something that is gonna happen but but hasn't actually happened yet? Mm-hmm. Or I remember too when when you have to go back, like after she jumps, and you're like, "Oh my god, I have to right. walk past her body." And she's not there. That was going through my head as we walked past the handprints on the chalkboard, and you open the door, nobody. <laughs> Where'd it go? Oh gosh, no. You got attacked by possums. So, I I um I want to bring in one more spoiler for people, uh, unfortunately, because I think this is an important comparison. Uh, I know that there are a lot of fans of the video game Life is Strange. And in the video game Life is Strange, there is a sequence that is somewhat similar uh, in in terms of tone and the emotional effect it has on people with a a suicide in a similar fashion. Uh, And in that game, your actions can change that to some extent. In this game, I know for a fact that they cannot. And I know this because... As I was playing this, I was playing it, uh, as I, I think I mentioned, I was streaming this. and So my stream partner suggests that maybe we did poorly on the game of Hangman, and that's why she died. Or maybe we made wrong dialogue choices along the way. And do we want to try and reload it and try and do better? And I spend the next two hours jeez, in this section of the game <laughs> oh, geez. trying to fix this. And and just no matter what, it's, you, you can't, can't do, do anything, anything about, about it. it. And that maybe lessens the impact somewhat. And I, I I'm I wish that I it didn't. And I hope it doesn't minimize that impact because it is a very powerful moment for everyone. But it is also I think really telling how powerful it was that I was willing to invest that much more time into it to try and get a better outcome. That this video game character and the situation surrounding it is so important to me. I have heard many many people say that Life is Strange has had that kind of an effect on them. It didn't affect me. This game did. I think, so, based on, it, you know, it's interesting to hear that that side of it, because based on my choices to go to Ren and then go to Clarissa, after what happened to Clarissa happened, and I'm on my way to Harden Tower, I am reflecting on if I went the other way, would Clarissa be in the tower and Ren jumped off the cliff? Like, my decisions to go one way or the other is that, did did I essentially curse the other one to die? And that's a very logical game mechanic-y kind of way of thinking about things. And I, I think that, that makes a lot of sense yeah. for that to be a thought process for you. Especially with, like, Ren being on that cliff. I was like, why is he, he doesn't have to be that close to the cliff, close to the edge? No, I thought the same thing as well. I'm just thinking, okay, maybe it's because I chose to go Ren, you know, with Ren first as well. And kind of like what Kronos is saying of, okay, what did I do to lead up to this? But in a weird way, it's almost kind of reassuring that my choices didn't, you know, really truly in the end affect that. The same thing will happen regardless. I also think it's alleviated by the fact that the the body was gone once you opened that, you left through that door and you're like, okay. So because the body is gone, either A, uh, what I saw didn't actually happen, B, it was not Clarissa, it was some sort of other entity, um, you know, or C, like, 
that actually did happen, but because everything's so messed up, like I can't, I can't let it sink in right now. Like I, so the fact that she's not there anymore makes the whole scenario of like, okay, I don't know what's going on right now. Uh, things are weird, but we're gonna press on. We're gonna, we're gonna, we'll get to the bottom of this. You know, Scooby Doo and Shaggy, as scared as they were, they still solved the mystery. So let's go. Shaken up, but we have to press on because we have stuff to do. And some of the, the dialogue that's going on there is you're climbing back down the stairs between Alex and Jonas. Alex talking about how she's going to have to talk to Clarissa's mother about this. That was, you know, really real and really harrowing stuff. Truly good writing. Yeah. I want to take a second here as well. I, I've, I set it up a few minutes ago. I want to give you guys the payoff now. I mentioned that this is inevitable, uh, but it's also we're feeling more and more that it's not real, even though it had a very real effect on us psychologically and emotionally and on our characters in that regard. I mentioned that if you have the subtitles on, you saw the ghosts being called ghosts and talking in green. And we knew that Clarissa talked in red in the room as Clarissa is standing at the windowsill and talking to us. And right before she throws herself off, she's talking in green. Oh, right. Mm. I did not pick up on that with the watching yeah, I didn't the subtitles. Catch that either. No, it's really subtle. You know, it's there, but it is not something you're going to grasp right away because it still says Clarissa. It's just it's a different color now. And I didn't have a chance to. But uh, like you guys said, though, when you didn't see the body there, that gave me some hope that, OK, maybe she's not actually really dead or who knows? This might be another time loop that also really amped up the okay we got to get off this island like it's it's time to go uh you know i i I don't want to hang out here any longer uh the party time's over i think we're out of beers it's time to go and the brownies (laughs) the brownies are gone and the brownies ren ate all the brownies we need to go so we we get to make our way back to harden tower and uh, we meet up with nona who we met earlier and uh said on her way there and ren who we uh sent off to get down from his high there. Uh, and I met up and carried, essentially, Ren back with me after that and met up with Nona at the at, at the tower. Either way, you end up with the four of you on the tower making a decision about what to do next. And surprisingly, Ren has a decent idea. I didn't think it was that good of an idea. Actually, I kind of tuned out when they started arguing because things got really out of control between they Ren and Jonas. Ugly. And I'm like... Yeah, I'm like, God, you guys just lay off. I'm sick of both of you. Well, I think I know where this is one going. <laughs> Ultimately, you know, you, you have a choice to make about who you take with you on the next leg of your journey. You're going to go into town to enact Ren's plan, uh, or at least some elements of Ren's plan. And you get to choose whether you're going to take Ren because it's his plan, Jonas because he's been with you and is not high, or screw them both and take Nona. Frim, I'm guessing you took Nona. I tipped my hand. I'm like, listen, you little bratty boys. Uh, you know what? The ladies, we're out of here. You guys solve your little problems. Because, Jonas, you're up all on this dead chick Clarissa. Ren, you're high as a kite and I'm completely annoying now. I'm done with both of you. Nona and I are getting off this island. You guys could stay in this tower for all I care. We gone. Adam, who do you take? On, uh... On that, I, I, I stuck with Jonas. You know, I've, I've been with him the whole time. Um, we've experienced a lot of things together. And 
it's probably best to keep those two guys separated anyway. So I um, I picked him. Um, I also picked Jonas, uh, just because same reasons he's been with me the whole time. You know, I'm trying to bond with my new brother. And I also was playing a little bit of matchmaking. I wanted to leave uh, Ren and Nona together because they clearly have a thing for each other. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I Now, to just add a little bit of context, too, to my decision, because we don't know anything about Nona, really, she's That's been very true. quiet, I thought this would be a great opportunity to learn more about her as a character as well. So that, that was playing into the background uh, of my decision of, like, all right, I get these two dudes. I don't know a thing about her. Let's just spend some time with her, get to know her. Maybe she'll open up. All right, so Freem, you're taking Nona and... Adam and Pitart, you're taking Jonas. I also chose to take Nona, and we'll get back to that, I think, next time. We're going to catch back up with where people are, uh, get through the last chunk of time that we have here before what I had said the stopping point would be when we get to the boathouse uh, shortly. Uh, and we'll go all the way through that section, which is not terribly long, until we get to the point where we have the final section the the climax of the story at the point when we are going to be climbing down a ladder. You have a scene transition that occurs right before you're um, marching down a very tall ladder. If you're at that ladder, you're at the right place to uh, be caught up with what we're going to be talking about for next week. Uh, I want to thank you guys, as always, for joining me, Freemhole, Carpe Adam 79 and Pitart, for bringing your insights and experiences with this game, because my experiences with the game are my experience, and it's obviously something that's going to be very different for people based on their choices or their insights and what they've had happen in their own lives. And I think this game has a lot of stuff that's worth talking about. So I want to, I appreciate the time that you're giving to uh, give me your insights and share it with the community. Feelings mutual. It's been super fun. Yeah, this has been great. I think one thing if I could add Mm -hmm. was uh, in the discord, uh, fighter chip had said he but listening to the first episode was really excited that he seemed to have this or he or she they seem to have the same uh trajectory that i did with the characters and i typed in there that well when you hear the next couple episodes things are going to change <laughs> so whether you're on board with how my feelings go you know because so even an experience like that where you can start off on the same page, and your view of all the characters continues to morph and just go in different directions as they develop. I mean, they're so deep. There's so much here. Kronos, this is great. I, I love Oxenfree a lot. I love to talk about Oxenfree in a lot of ways, even with as much as we've been talking about it. We're all still only scratching the surface because of all the things that Night Studios has put into this game. There's a lot of material that I'm not talking about because I don't want to spend hours and hours talking about it and boring people. But if you want to know more, come bring your questions or your insights and join us in that Discord that Freemhole was uh, mentioning there. That's discord.io slash ah101. There's a channel there called Game Club Oxenfree. Tell us your thoughts, what you're thinking about Oxenfree. Um, And if you want to be part of this discussion live, let me know there and I'll see what we can do to work you in too. Absolutely. It is so much fun, and we'd love to hear from you. Fantastic. All right, guys, then until next time, thank you and goodbye. Bye. Bye. Watch out for the creepy ghosts. Don't pee on them.
Hello everyone, I'm Waka Pale, and way back at the dawn of the Achievement Hunting 101 podcast, I told you about Dead or Alive 5 last round, specifically the Core Fighters edition, which allowed you to get every single achievement of this $60 release for free. Guess what? Dead or Alive 6 also has a free edition with 4 fighters, which is all you need for the completion. The Dead or Alive series is infamous for its hypersexualized characters, but Dead or Alive 6 has had toned that aspect down from the previous installments, at least close to release. I'm sure there are plenty of Risk DLC costumes available now 6 months after release. After all, this is a series which used to have a boob physics slider in the settings. I appreciate it tone it down, because I find the Dead or Alive games to be solid fighting games, especially for beginners. While going for the online matches in Dead or Alive 5, my wife walked into the room, reacting to the scantily clad little girl with underwear matching her skin tone, beating the crap out of the burly ninja man I was controlling with a puzzled, what is she wearing? To which I replied, not very much. She then asked me if I could stop playing the naked girl fighting game when she was around, as she didn't care for the violence. The only other time violence had been an issue prior was Dead Space. Back to achievements. Dead or Alive 6 has 36 achievements worth 1000 gamer score and 2380 TA. Like the previous game, most of these are very easy to obtain. Some merely require you to play a single match type or sh change something in the settings. There are ho however a few difficult ones, such as winning 5 ranked matches in a row, winning 50 ranked matches, not in a row thankfully, complete a character's combo challenge, and probably the toughest of them all, complete the tutorial. I'm serious, apart from the unlock all other achievements achievement, Completing the tutorial is the least unlocked achievement in the game, with a ratio close to 4. Of the 4 free characters available, I found the combo challenges for Bass or Bass or whatever the big American wrestler's name is the easiest. Be aware that one of his combos is not properly explained, but there are video guides out there telling you how to pull them off. Dead or Alive 6 completion estimate is 15 to 20 hours but you can get most of the achievements in a quarter of that time. I highly recommend it, even if you might get dirty looks by passers-by for having burly men kick the crap out of little girls, or vice versa. Have a nice day everyone! And now it's time for the Zero Context Discord Quote of the Week. This quote brought to you from our good buddy Jimbot UK. I love playing with my Jack.